Good morning. Good morning. This is the Frito Show. Today we have um, heard about this show. Yeah, we have a very important uh, person here, Lars uh, Kutzner. That's right. Um, very important. Welcome. Thank welcome. You. Uh, what day do we have? To, it's the twenty. It's the thirtieth of August, right? Mm-hmm. Two seventeen. I always like to say the date because you know you if you listen to it, it's nice that you know in which time frame it was. Let's get to the point. Fuck the formalities. All right, good. Uh, you you, I have a poster in front of me. I'm just gonna read it to start with. Sure. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Nominer Larskutzner til kulturens årets pris dette skalkutzner endre på kulturrådet. 1. september intelligenspartiet.no full transparens um, I can't read the second one that one says slut och kutt slut och kutt kast kulturnäring tillbaka 1% av statsbudgetet till kultur great so shoot well you know to in order to have a discussion about these things we need to talk about uh First of all, the situation that we're in as artists today. I mean, the institutions, the arts institutions, they're, they're the enemy today. That's, uh, that's the way it is. Because the arts institutions have, you know, they've, they've co-opted the language of the artistic, of the artist's institutional critique. Mm-hmm. This has been going on for a while, but, you know... Uh, the sad thing is here, I guess, is when you have organizations who are also speaking the language of the institution's version of institutional critique, where they have, in in essence, become the problem and the solution mm-hmm. in one. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, this is a this is a tactic. This is a neoliberal tactic. Uh, it's also the same tactic that the far right uses where they mm-hmm. co-opt the language of the far left mm-hmm. and um, you know suddenly they're the champions of the workers and mm-hmm. this kind of thing but only certain kinds of workers the ones that they deem uh, well unless you're working for fucking nothing and you have no benefits no security and this is you know the, you find this parallel in in the <clears throat> art system where institutions have um you know, uh, managed quite effectively, and especially now in this right-wing government where mm-hmm. you see institutions uh, adopting the language of this right-wing government, where, you know, uh, more and more and more they're getting away with an argument that says that um, the institutions are the ones who should have the power to... Uh, to decide. Yeah, decide who and, and what is relevant, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know the what happens there is is they very successfully uh, have uh, pushed the argument where um, you know they did this Leve Caution de Shirk so that came out two thousand thirteen yeah and you know when these people these institutional leaders and these right wingers when they read that they said well look the artists are spending less time on their art practice and what this means this is their interpretation is that they're spending more time on inter- inter- entrepreneurship right yeah. this is the fucking devil <laughs> reading the bible you know 
And, you know, this suits their agenda very well, because what they need is for artists, just this is the same as in labor politics, you know, they need the artists to, to, to be working for the interests of the institutions, but you need to feel that the work that you're doing for the institutions is a part of your art practice. Yes. So this is the thing, you know, where you uh, somehow give the labor force an idea that their work within for the, for the corporate agenda, for the, the market, free market agenda, mm. where their involvement, where the laborers, the workers and the, 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 the content producers, where they uh, have to internalize the idea that this is a part of their artistic practice, yes. that this is a creative activity. And they're yes. getting away with it. And yes. the fight is weak as fuck. There's, you know, because the organizations are adopting the same kind of language where they're defending institutions, defending the idea that it is the institutions that need more money. And this is how the artists are going to be empowered. Yes. So Which we have complete this. bullshit, of course. Well, well, well I, I was talking to um, to Ruben Steinem uh, mm -hmm. two podcasts ago, and he, he made a book. He put, was part of a publishing Olave of Kunsten, yeah. where where they also quoted this research that like even though the money in the cultural went up, the artist went down in 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 kind of income. Yeah. You know, so uh, so everybody else gets paid except the artist, the, the content creator, the the reason why the whole cultural field is there and and uh, you know it's so I think you're you're really onto something there uh, but what I was what I was very interested in is kind of how how do we get out out of there you know, how do we uh, you know this is one thing I've been thinking and trying to to kind of internalize and externalize how do we survive as artists how do we protect You know that creative space. How do we create? You know, protect. Uh, the, I say the, the. You know, our art practice. You know, while not not only institutions, but also like the the, the society as such uh, has become at least here so expensive that you know in order you, you know we as artists we pay more normal market price on on studios. You know, while a decade ago you could get a good deal here and there, and you could you know. And so more and more of income is just kind of maintaining a, a studio practice, you know, yeah. and and uh, and that means you have to have more and more side jobs, you you know, you, and so there's less and less time to to make like to really produce uh, produce art. Yeah, I mean, what I don't know. The answer I, is, I guess, you have to you have to first of all accept that you need certain institutions and you need certain organizations and you need artists, but they need to have different roles. We can't all be fighting for the same thing. We can't all be the same kind of thing. Well, the result is that we as artists lose. Yeah, this is the this is always the result. And you know, the idea now that you know this idea that the politicians are supposed to step in and and make the institute give the institutions more money so that they can pay artists more. Mm. historically you know you know what happens with the institutions when they get more money if you just look at what happened when i came to norway like almost 10 years ago and mm. the, the you know the thriving scene the the, yeah. the scene that set the agenda was these artist run spaces right yeah. you came 10 years ago about that yes yeah, yeah, yeah same with me yeah about so and, and you know in oslo and in other cities and in, in norway these these small spaces were setting the agenda and it was mm. al it almost seemed frustrating for these bigger institutions you mm. know they were checking them up seeing like what are they doing right and then you get this uh, you know 
it's very obvious they don't have very much money so so there's money in circulation here so you you know you, you know you get these people that do understand that you need to uh, support uh, what is you know this real grassroots you need to support it so they go in with a project to support these artist run spaces and in effect completely destroy that whole scene mm. they killed it and it's mm. not because of the money it's because of the demands they set on the money yes and they wanted these artist run spaces to become institutions in terms of how they understand institutions themselves yes and this is the problem right because yes. they can't uh, see it in any other way these the people that are sitting there deciding money this culture that has been completely overrun by institutional leaders mm-hmm. uh, these people when they decide how something is supposed to be dis- supported they can only see it in terms of, of, of you know what they think is is the kind of infrastructure that makes things happen but that only benefits them yes and you have people at the top that are making fucking good money off of public money mind you mm-hmm. and uh, you know directors and institutional leaders and people at the top of this cultural uh, mm-hmm. system this art system and uh, they killed the they killed, killed the artist run uh, space uh, scene here they really did with this money mm-hmm. because they demanded a kind of professionalization that's fit their way of thinking yeah and you know the the the, the few artist run spaces that survived that little uh, Uh, projects uh, you know they are very professional but they also behave a lot like uh, institutions, institutions yeah, more so more, yeah. and and also you know um, but uh, so my question is you know an artist run space I mean you know uh, I run an artist run space for a couple of years and I got out after a couple of years and I set it up for a specific time right yeah. that I would be involved in that and mainly because you know if you run an artist space it's an energy-based kind of project right you do it because you burn for it but then you want to get back to your art practice right yeah and you do it you do it for strategic reasons you do it for you know mm. for philosophical reasons for you know putting something you know giving something back to to your community or whatever and and then you get out so in order isn't it a natural kind of movement that you know when you run these institutions longer longer they become more more like institutionalized yeah well that is fine and good but you know the the if you just listen to how cultural politicians and cultural leaders talk they know that there needs to be a constant flow of critique a constant flow of skepticism a constant flow that is constantly moving where they are always at risk for being replaced for other it has to be a generational situation where there's Mm -hmm. constant constant renewal Mm -hmm. and they know this they say this but they are they're so institutionalized because institutions basically the idea survives Uh, people right and this mm-hmm. is what this is what the organizations or these smaller spaces are not supposed to do mm-hmm. you don't have ideas that are set in stone that just survive replacing people so what they should be uh, they should all be in a position of being replaced right because because you need this constant movement and it's fine that you get involved in this little thing and you know it's good for for whatever reason you do Uh, but it needs to be replaced and you need new uh, energies new ideas yeah. coming up and replacing it and we're not seeing that happen but uh, again to the point is that it, that has also to do with the real estate is so expensive that nobody kind of find a niche anymore to kind of have a physical space to run these 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 things you know? well this is a fundamental problem in the funding there's a lot of money but they don't know how to fund uh, grassroots uh, they don't understand how to fund grassroots they don't understand how to fund artists Mm. They can only fund it in terms that they understand, mm. and so they they fucking ruin it. But uh, 
Uh, and not only that, they create fake grassroots uh, with this astroturfing shit like Kulturnaring, uh, where they think they have something that is. This is also we've got to well, get into the, this the, later. We, well, no, we can get into the Kulturnaring now. This is something that you know was already kind of happening in. <laughs> I made, I made a, I had a, I organized a show to Los Angeles, and then we did a, a show where we presented what we did in Los Angeles in like. Uh, something similar to UKS in the Netherlands, or like like something like a um, half state subsidized kind of cultural hub, right? And mm. they were they were talking about professionalization and whatnot. So I demanded that all of us get paid, and then in suddenly they were like, uh, uh, "Yeah, but we normally do that. Yeah, but you know this is professionalization. You you get to pay." So we all got paid, but that was unusual, right? Mm. And so I believe also that you know. We as artists ha- haven't been very good to kind of turn the tables, to kind of use the tools they kind of throw at us against, you know, back at them, so to say. Yeah, and with the amount of funding in circulation here, I mean, we're living in a place with a surplus. Mind you, this surplus is dirty money, but it's a surplus nonetheless, right? And, you know, who is that surplus going to be... Uh, Uh, divided between mm. and there it is a unique situation where you can fund artists so uh, the artists position today to not demand pay for the kind of work that they do must be has to be seen as a fucking failure a complete failure on the part of the artists mm. for not being able to argue for how art is different from an organization from an institution because mm-hmm. if art today Uh, can be seen as something fundamentally different from uh, social and political activity, that it actually has a radically different uh, uh, way of operating that they can't do, mm-hmm. that art has this position, uh, to be able to to uh, generate ideas or to be like, you know, the fill the role that religion has historically, that uh, philosophy has, that that science has, to be this place where... Um, you know, the radical ideas come out. It's a real space for experimentation where you allow this space for experimentation to be completely different from the spaces of institutionalized and organized uh, culture in this case, right? Mm. Uh, And if we don't figure out a way to differentiate between artists' practice, organizations, and institutions, we are going to lose that fight, and we have lost that fight. Mm. Uh, But now there's an election coming up, and, you know... Uh, there's a lot of talk and a lot of quasi activism to try to to get the politicians to listen to the demands of the artists, and these mm-hmm. aren't even really demands; they're just requests that you know. You look at us; we're not making, you know, we're making the least amount of money. We're the the workforce. Mm-hmm. We are the you know in the cultural field. We are the working poor. We're not mm-hmm. even working that much on our own stuff. We're just the working poor because we have to take other fucking jobs, and we'd be. You know, and we can't. We can never dedicate kind of all that energy to to these jobs because you know our first priority is art. Yeah, of course. So, so you suck. You suck at what you do. Yeah. You, you know, you kind of do the best job you can. You waste your time because of it, and you know, you you don't use it for producing. Yeah, but you have to somehow. I mean, if you really, I mean, if you need to do this, you you end up there, right? There's mm-hmm. uh, the the economy doesn't work that way. If the institutions ain't picking you for whatever reason. Uh, you gotta somehow hold on to your thing, you know. Mm-hmm. This is why a lot of us. I mean, I'll just you for me. I mean, almost seventy percent of my income pays rent. That's it. Seventy yeah. percent of my income goes to paying my fucking rent because I yeah. got two kids. They, they, you know, we need some. You know, we, we need, need a home. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
So, you know, this is a reality, right? But, um, you know, there's money in circulation here. I would understand this if uh, if it was a poor country without a surplus the way it is. Yeah, but but artists, then that would be a different discussion as well. It would be with. a different yeah. discussion. But mm. the, 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 the function is the same. You know, artists in, in places with less money are still having these same discussions. The institutional critique has sounded like this for the last... Mm. Uh, 40 years you know or mm. yeah it's been changing throughout but it's definitely not something that's unique for this place where institutions have taken over the language of the institutional critique and mm. becoming the, the deliverers of, of what that means mm -hmm. mm. yeah so uh, you started uh, Intelligenz Partie d'Otano yeah I did Uh, I didn't, well, yeah, I restarted it, I guess. Intelligence Partie, it was something from the 1830s uh, yes. with uh, Velhoven as the as the leader. And uh, he had this, uh, I guess, in, in terms of the 1830s, an internationalist party. Yeah. And he was fighting with Vergeland in, in media. They were having these, you know, very sort of... Uh, um, personal and not so uh, content uh, specific I guess anyways they're fighting with poetry uh, in media against each other uh, and Vergeland had Patriotena so they were a nationalist party yeah. and, and in terms of 1830s you can look at nationalists and internationalists and in different ways from today but still um, yeah so I, no I noticed that Intelligence Partiet Dotenu was available so I yeah. bought that domain Uh, and and basically wanted to um, I did that years ago I just uh, was sitting around waiting for a time to use it uh, in the right context and it's uh, right now it's it's um, it becomes relevant because uh, you know if we have a situation where um, Uh, the neoliberal project has been the the dominating force for the last 50 years mm -hmm. you know today's most dangerous and increasingly dominating force is um, is uh, ethno nationalism nationalism and uh, in europe and yeah in, in in north america you know if you just look at it in a european context the the ethnic nationalism uh, that has become so mainstream Mm -hmm. uh, that allows politicians to express ideas that are def definitely have undertones of ethnic nationalism in them mm -hmm. that work uh, for, again, the working poor because um, uh, they manage to, to compartmentalize their argument towards uh, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, Uh, idea that we are entitled to something because of our nationality, because mm -hmm. of our race, really, mm -hmm. and um, and and of course this works when people feel cramped and 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 work shitty jobs with no security and no benefits, no, no future, no nothing. Yeah, you just uh, just you know short term jobs and this kind of thing. So you know they, <clears throat> it's a funny thing they'll they'll say that you know that. You know they'll probably want the immigrants to be this workforce at the same time that they feel threatened by the immigrants coming and becoming that workforce whatever that conundrum mm -hmm. is called mm -hmm. um and um yeah 
so it's it's a, it's a it's a I think the 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 neoliberal thing uh, quickly evolved into uh, in in our times has evolved into and it's natural I guess because who mm-hmm. who is gravitating towards uh, uh, ethnic nationalism it's it's going to be people who who feel uh, their their already precarious security mm-hmm. being uh, being eaten away yeah mm-hmm. Mm. So it's a result of the the capitalist well, system, well, of course. Well, back to the arts. You know, since we're we're in many ways on the on the bottom of the fo- uh, you know food chain. Yeah. You know? um, uh, so in in a certain sense, we're a precedent precedent. How do you say that? Like we we come before this story. Yeah, you know, we've we've experience this kind of like the, the cultural field of the artist always have experienced this kind of predicament you no know, since since the the start of times right yeah. and and uh, uh so i think in solving that that issue to kind of give the artist kind of the its rightful place and i don't mean the rightful place that we should get kind of rule all you know because that I, I really do think that artists is the digestion system of a society where we produce is shit Yeah. and which is very kind of you know uh, uh, nutritious and kind of feeds a lot of new stuff and lets stuff grow but that's kind of the position and status it has but it should be kind of you know uh, uh, um, it should be given that position you know or it should be kind of let operate in that realm and wh- wh- you know how I read your kind of critique against the institution is that the institution don't let the artists do their jobs you know which is making art which is digesting this strange thing we're 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 doing on this small uh, marble in the universe and uh, and uh, you know and for that you need s- space and time you know very kind of simple you need space and time right yeah. and and these institutions are are space and time eaters Yeah, and you know we need to be able to uh, define also what it is, what role it is that we have, because it becomes confusing for people if we're just going to be given some kind of uh, uh, special freedom that nobody else is allowed. We need to make better arguments for what position this is. It's not an easy position to take in society, but you need to also you need to deliver if you're going to be giving credit for being. Uh, the the in the for being in this free space where yes. you can create things that are shitty as fuck, you know. Mm. But that's what's necessary in order to generate new ideas. Mm. If you need a space in society where people are allowed to experiment and are allowed to pr- produce shitty things, because that's pretty much ninety percent of what is produced in that experimental space. Mm. If that is going to be allowed to be done, that needs to be defined as something valuable, right? And you cannot change that space into something that is constantly being uh, changed into something that needs to relate to an audience. It's not yeah, going to yeah. work. No, no. But uh, if you look at history, there's been times in history where where culture uh, as such was was I say uh, um, uh, where people appreciate culture in a different way than we appreciate culture now where you know the the artist uh, got his position and and could do this you know there's there's small windows where that this happened right and um, 
so I, I, I think it's a cultural thing that people kind of accept that things because not everybody wants to be an artist. Not everybody can handle that freedom to kind of you know create something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. it's not because of the bad economy. That's not the reason a lot of people. No, 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 no. A lot of people they they want their security. They want their kind of rhythm. They want their kind of predict predictive lives. Yeah. They want. They want, and they're happy. You know, I've had friends tell me, "I'm so glad you do that, so I don't have to do this. You know, mm. so I can, I can live that part through you." Yeah. You know, so but it comes with a cultural understanding or a cultural kind of base where people value that. And yeah, but we have to be careful not to glorify our position too, because you know, if we start uh, thinking that we uh, that we um, that we're doing something special, you know, we need to deliver on that too, because what is it that we can, like the, what is the potential in this? Like, let's mm. say that, that the system is so, is so entrenched in the whole society that the, this, uh, the system is so unpenetrable, if that's the word you use, but, uh, the art system or the, the, no, but I'm just saying if the system as a whole is so difficult mm. to to penetrate and change and, and, and the only people uh, who who have a, a position to say anything are on the top saying, like, you've got to change this from the inside mm. is basically what they say because that benefits them again. Mm. But if you're going to be this force that can change things from the outside in ways that they cannot operate, then we also need to demand this of artists that this is happening too. Mm. That there is, I'm not saying that all artists need to do this but there needs to be more examples there needs to be room for this kind of thing where you know artists really are starting you know you know jump starting the fucking truck in fifth gear you cannot play the same game as the other people are doing you cannot be like the organizations you cannot be like the institutions there needs to be a room where this kind of thing and if it's done shitty it's done shitty and you can fucking cri you can criticize it you can complain about mm -hmm. it but, but, you know, like this changing of attitudes, changing of strategy. I mean, the artists have been on the forefront in many ways, you know, th through through at art history, you see like modernism kind of was a reaction to kind of how society was kind of changing. And, you know, there were postmodernism was, was was something I don't know where we are now also going to ref reflect that. But what I, I think is that we've gone past this idea that we can, you know, by finding a new trick we can change the system right mm. i think it really has to do with a a, a change in perspective you know, where we and and i don't know what that perspective would be but um, you know as i've been thinking about this i i feel more and more inclined that it, it's going that direction where you kind of have to fundamentally change the way how you see the world in order to kind of uh, kickstart the car in fifth gear yeah you know, I mean, you can't because, because if if you if you do it in, under the same rules, you know, change. Okay, okay, you do fifth gear. Uh, you just you just going to be incorporated so fast, you know, because you know you use the same tools as them, and they understand them much better. They got much bigger systems to to operate with. But I also do think, I mean, this this battle between kind of the big and the small fish, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a, a battle which never will stop, you know? Well, this is a thing. It needs to be a constant, yeah. yeah. So so, um, uh, so I'm always questioning, okay, you know, as an individual, you can, you know, you can become a big fish, so to say, right? You can kind of find your strategy that works best and kind of 
meander through the 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 you know upriver and get to the top right mm. uh while most people will just going to be washed away by the waterfall but um uh so so i have i have a hesitation okay can we fundamentally ch- change it and and because if we want to uh, uh remove that top bottom thing in society we basically have to kind of rewrite society from scratch right well <clears throat> i think that the idea that a counter uh a counter idea like it's let's just talk about the catalyst let's say that's uh, trying to create change mm-hmm. let's say that artists have that function that potentially artists have this function to be a catalyst to change ideas to change opinions to change uh, certain kinds of understandings of things if that is a possibility for artists there's nothing to say that artists then because the one the the, the ones who uh, started a fight need to then become these uh, need to become the system in order to follow through that's not mm-hmm. necessary that's just that's just a function there are people in society that don't want to be that catalyst they want to be the administrators mm. they want to be the facilitators of the idea mm. these 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 are these are a majority anyways mm. the, the position of the of the fire starter isn't a majority it's a small minority and you need to get good at it you need to learn how to do that thing but at the same time uh, thinking that one new idea replaces the other idea completely is something that we just need to get away from right away because critique mm-hmm. yeah, of something that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah critique of something doesn't mean a complete complete shutdown of the previous idea this is a this is you know this is a discussion about constantly adjusting constantly adapting and this is how politicians talk too but they don't want it adjusted in the way that doesn't fit them right and this is where we need to get harder and say no 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 uh, and culture audit is a perfect example of this you know mm-hmm. because uh, they are hiding something they're hiding something that they don't want us to see but do they hide it on purpose or do they hide it just because of the system they are in well it's a combination they you know you have you have an idea of um uh, you have s- uh, first of all a confusion about what the concept of kunstnerisk shen is kunstnerisk shen this is, you want to talk about culture audit should we get into that discussion sure, sure. Yeah, because Kunstnerischen is something that was fought for, right? This is like because we work in a subjective field. We work in in a field where we art, we as artists mm-hmm. previously had made an argument uh, for why artists need to be able to determine what it is that is uh, interesting and relevant and important to to uh, to finance to to let through the the gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know we work in this field so when we make this decision uh, it's based on certain kinds of uh, it's ber- based on a certain kind of experience and mm-hmm. it's not a, a uh, it's not a, a it's it's not a quantifiable experience that you can look at in the same way that you look at other things that you usually look at so just trust us with this right mm-hmm. uh, and that is what kunstnerischen is and the idea is like once we've made a decision based on this kunstnerischen just trust us and you can't uh, you can't question it fine Mm-hmm. That is totally fine because you got to get your expertise from somewhere. If you decide yeah. that the expertise is going to come from politicians or institutional leaders uh, or administrators of culture, then you're you're 
out on areas where people don't even know what they don't know yeah people making decisions about things that they don't know enough about they don't even know what they don't know so they think they're making the right decisions so you need artists in that position and that was the idea of culture audit right culture audit's function is to uh, is to be the the protector of the free arts right yes their job is not to be the protector of institutions but somehow it became that, that way. it did mm. become that way Mm. Uh, because institutional Maybe because they didn't do a good job protecting the artist you know it's getting harder and harder to be an artist you know? even when you apply for something you have a much better chance of getting your money if an, an institution has invited you right so you know the sure. idea that uh, the closer you are to institutions the the, the more so, credibility you yeah. have and the more so again it is the institutions that set you set the agenda for what it is but that wasn't the idea so kunstnerschen was the idea that artists themselves mm. uh, should be allowed to make this decision and you can't question it but that doesn't mean that you hide the reasons for making that decision that doesn't mean that you do that you don't document the decisions that are made mm. it does mean that those uh, those decisions are final but it doesn't mean that you can disguise what those decisions are based on and there's priorities that are set and you have to say which priorities you're following when you make decisions mm. you have to say who voted for what this is public money right this is mm. basic democratic principles mm. you have to show you have to be able you have to be able to go back and say like okay who voted what uh, who you know what was what what priority was this decision based on and you have to be able to look back and say that there's there's Uh, there's patterns here that are not following the idea of the interests of the artists it's following more the interest of the institutions mm -hmm. and the people at Kultur Audit who are defending not making it more transparent are institutional leaders mm -hmm. and what they're doing is threatening the artists saying that if we need to spend more money on administration and bureaucracy this is going to cost the artists and this again is a That's typical yeah. that is a typical neoliberal argument make people vote against their interests because artists then are following that argument say oh fuck man uh, the critique of this system means that we're going to get punished and we're going to get less money you can't criticize the system just leave it alone right but this <laughs> this threat is coming from institutional leaders mm -hmm. just listen to who this threat is coming from right and who gains to lose from critique it's the institutional leaders that are mm -hmm. taking out most of the money from this public money right mm -hmm. it's not the artists that are taking out most of the money so if the institutional leaders are telling you that artists stand to lose in this critique if they are forced to Uh, to follow basic democratic uh, principles of transparency that artists stand to lose? No. And don't fucking let them use the idea of Kunstnerischen either because that idea is not based about uh, around opacity. That yeah. idea is based around uh, experience and just having opinions and decisions made by people who are closest to the yeah, people to that are asking mm. for the money mm. that has been all turned upside down the institutional leaders have even come out publicly and said that they prioritize institutions because infrastructure is what's best for the whole art system and that's going to trickle down to the artist and we know that that's not fucking true but they're just saying it straight out and where are the artists oh. where the fuck are the artists who are saying like no 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 we wait we know that doesn't work but, that, but that's also the thing like most artists never get their hands on that you know don't get in in touch with these institutions anyways you know it's this big dream somewhere at right. the end of the line right. you know and yeah. and so so they don't feel so they don't listen to that story in, in a way you know yeah. they don't they don't get you know like uh, uh i mean 
I noticed with myself, I often just shut my 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 ears, you know, w with all these kind of chattering about because it distracts also from my practice, right? It does, yeah. Who the fuck has time for this argument, actually? Yeah. Huh? Mm -hmm. And that's the problem because we're so squeezed, we don't have time. We yeah. don't have room to kind of take these fat battles, you know. Yeah, you know who has time? The the people that are involved in these organized uh, arts uh, interest organizations. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who are supposed to take this fight, but they talk now more like institutions, where even they are defending that institutions should have more money, and this is how the trickle-down effect is going to work but for the artists. Because they're part of institutions as well. And, yeah. And, yeah, no, but it, it's, it's an interesting argument. And, I mean... What I've been trying to fight for myself is to kind of create as much space and as much, as much kind of room to produce. And, you know, on an average week, if I get like four hours productive time in my studio, that's a lot, you know? In, in how long did you say? In a week? In a week, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a low amount, that is. But th that's, what I, that's what I get done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I get done. Because I come into the studio and, and, you know, it takes me a couple hours to warm up. Mm. You know, to get back into that space, into that free space. Oh, that's into, true. You know, so, so I'm, you know, if I get a, four effective hours, I'm happy. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, well... Which is pathetic. It is. I mean, if, uh, if this is your expertise, if this is your field, if this is what you educated yourself, if this is what you spent most of your time growing up, uh, interested in, looking at, investigating, experimenting in... And um, there is a, a system for funding this, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's pathetic. Of course, everybody is not going to end up with what they want. That's not the point. The point is, it's so imbalanced in where the funding is going. And artists need to stand the fuck up. Mm. and look at the numbers and say how much money is going to institutions how much money is going to artists mm. let's even the playing field and then we have a shift in the power structures and then let's talk about you know who gets what and how much should artists get and you know is it reasonable to uh, to talk about how much money you know look at the other thing of culture audit what they constantly do you apply for money they cut it by 50 percent 60 percent they'll fucking mm -hmm. cut it by 80 percent you know mm -hmm. and this just puts artists in fucking limbo this 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 precarious never knowing you know like well uh, but but I, I i disagree a bit with that because you because that's a that's a lesson i learned a couple of years ago it's like uh, as an artist you you also have to be bits you know we're pretty stupid as artists most of the time because what we do we bring our most ambitious idea to the table and then we stick to it no matter what right mm -hmm. and you can do two things you can either you know you, you do run a dual program you make an ambitious project and you make like a smaller project and you present uh, the, the you know the ambitious project you know your your, your pet project you present it get the funding and 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 or, you know even if you're an institution or, or whoever you're collaborating with saying hey I want to do this how much money do we have and they say oh, and they say yeah let's do it and then okay how much money do we have well we have half okay then I can do half the project no this is not like you know we but, no, no 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 but you and that half project you prepared already so because the problem is if you don't prepare that from uh, beforehand you can't go back because you don't have time to kind of come up with a with a with a with a good second I say strategy you've just learned how to think this way I mean we need to commit to the idea that this is an experimental space that has a value right so uh, if you already know that this is what's going to happen potentially this is what's going to happen that you're gonna be cut then of course you're you're uh, you have a plan B or whatever for the same project but 
this is also because this is what has put into system. This is what this is what happens systematically. But you no, know, but by doing that, by saying, hey, by going back to the institution, hey, fuck you, give me half the money, I can't, you know, then I can deliver you this. And they say, no, 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 we want that. Well, then you bring the other half of the money. Then you have a negotiation position. Does that work in your experience? Yes, it does. And otherwise okay. you do, you do, uh, you know, you do less. Okay, fine. I'm just saying, as a practice, as as systemic as it is that culture audit cuts in budgets that are applied for, especially in the visual arts, I don't really know what goes on in the stage arts and in music and whatever, because I haven't sat in those committees and mm. I don't I don't work with those mm. areas. But you know, the idea that um, um, you know the demand for professionalism and stuff like this, and and uh, the idea that uh, artists are supposed to be able to prove uh, a level of of uh, competence. Mm. Uh, when you start cutting as systematically as is done in the budgets that are applied for, what you're what you're telling artists is. Well, just fucking wing it. Just throw some numbers in there. Throw some numbers in there that maybe you don't know, but you know they're going to cut. So just fucking add some things in there. And mm. this fucks us up. You know, mm. this is completely, it makes it very confusing. You don't know. So my opinion is you either get the money you apply for or you don't. Mm. And you commit to the fact that this is an experimental field. And yes, there's going to be mistakes done. Sometimes you're going to give full that's fucking. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you're going to give full financing to fucking crap projects. In fact, most times you're going to give full financing to crap projects mm -hmm. but those times when you cut the funding to really fucking important ideas to dangerous ideas that need to be happening that need that actually follow through on this concept that art is already living under that even politicians talk about as art being this catalyst for change being the special space where you know different ideas happen that can't happen in un any other mm -hmm. uh, societal uh, you know Part structures mm -hmm. whatever then you need to allow you need to commit to that mm. and it's going to happen sometimes but the way it is now it just becomes this thing where it's so hard to know and then you you adjust you you just uh, you know you, you this insecurity takes over but but that, that you know and that's also where my question is because i i completely agree with you but on the other side right this is the reality this has been the reality and quite likely it's going to be the reality that you never can predict because the thing is, the thing is, if you, unless you self-fund it, you don't have control over the money. You know, people. You know, if somebody gives you money, no matter what, they're gonna expect something. And you, you know, even and I think you know, like here in Norway, when you get stipends, there's very little expectations in in the sense that you, the, you know, you have to do this and this and this and art. You, know, you have to be active. You know, mm -hmm. that's the only kind of thing. But even that's kind of a. a um, kind of a demand like hey you have to be if we give you money we expect that you're going to be a good artist or that you're going to you know you you kind of produce art and you're going to be playing in a, a culture field or in some way and uh so this is you know there's always going to be like this insecurity as soon as you're as long as you're dependent on other parties for funding you know well, that's fair enough but you know if yeah. you yeah, yeah. go ahead you know, so and I think there's a fundamental, uh, um, a fundamental thing. So I, of course, we can demand all these things, and you know, that, but I see that much more as a political game. I think, in the end, you know, you have to realize money comes 
from somewhere else. And you know, every every company gets, or you know, mo most kind of uh, um, uh, companies get government funding in some way, or tax breaks, or mm -hmm. or support to start up whatnot. So you know, uh, it's not the only the arts who get uh, funding. You know, Absolutely actually, not. Mm -hmm. you know, actually the funding we get is just you know just a tiny drop on what other other parts in society funding uh, is all about. Yeah, but. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I think it's it's a tricky field, you know, because as long as soon as you're self-funded, you know, uh, you can do whatever you want, and that's where a certain freedom lies. You know, that's where you can determine the agenda. The underlying problem with that, I think, is that as soon as you self-fund, you remove yourself from the system, and you're going to get ignored by the system because you don't play the game with. And I think that part is much more kind of dangerous. Well, let's go back to the, the f where we started this discussion, mm. where um, you know the idea of who sets the agenda, of who is, uh, is determined or, or deemed legitimate to be funded, if the institutions are allowed to mm -hmm. decide who makes money. When there's a lot of uh, public money in circulation, you throw all the public money at the institutions, and they are the ones who get to decide who is relevant and who isn't, right? Mm -hmm. uh, then you have this, uh, this, this also works into the idea of the, the, the laborer, and then you have this, you you know, master-laborer relationship where the master decides uh, uh, under what uh, conditions you produce something, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, in essence, they can decide because they can pick and choose. They are the only ones who can pick and choose. Mm -hmm. But still, it's public money, right? But they get to pick and choose who uh, gets paid because then they filter the money down to the artists and this is the way that you're going to survive, right? Mm -hmm. So, the idea then that, um, <clears throat> you know, that... Uh, um, that the, that if you if you were uh, privately funded or if you were independent from public funding, that this somehow would remove remove you from some kind of master laborer position. You know, it, it's uh, it just means that that public money is going to another master, and they are still deciding what kind of work they want. They pump they pump most of their money into their administrations and into the cultural workers that do the work that they need to do their programming. I mean, the mm -hmm. National Museum here they have a budget of what 350 million. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's 500 million. It's it's mm -hmm. really it's somewhere around there. Do you know how much money they spent on paying artists fucking fees last year? It's, it's embarrassing. One million. What is that yeah. like? They they're they're down on like 0 0.3 percent or something mm -hmm. like this, right? Oh, it's embarrassing. And other institutions, you know, they'll say like, no, we spend like 15 percent of our budget on artist production. You know what artist production is? That's fucking transport. That's building the exhibition. Exhibition. Do you know how much of that 15 percent goes to pay? the artists and politicians yeah. now this year are saying we're going to force the institutions to pay uh, the artist fees right they say we need to get involved here we need to get mm -hmm. uh, we need some kind of uh, intervention with the institutions to force them to pay great mm -hmm. do that but what the, that is not going to uh, solve the issue of uh, how to use public money to support this free uh, experimental space that produces something that is that is fundamentally different from how you can operate in other s uh, parts of society. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to support the arts, it's very simple. You provide, you know, easy, free space. And I don't mean free in, in free, that you don't have to pay or something, but uh, 
uh, you know, as soon as you give artists some space to operate in, they're gonna do stuff, no matter what, you know? Because if they don't have to pay like whatever market price for these spaces, you know, they, yeah. you know, they'll they'll have time because they don't have to make the money to pay the rent, right? Mm -hmm. And and you know if if you have to choose between working to have some extra money or you have the time to make produce your work, you know I choose producing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care that I have a uh, I don't I don't need a big salary in that sense. You know I wanna I wanna survive you know with some dignity and I wanna do my stuff. You know so that's simple. So as soon as you give these or provide spaces where kind of artist production can take place, you know, where artists uh, things will evolve. You know you don't have to kind of uh, make an agenda how and what and what yeah? you just have to kind of create a space and you have to create time uh, so in, in a sense it's pretty simple and you know and there's but I, I do believe you know though that the Norwegian cultural system even though you know I think your critique is pretty relevant and pretty uh, very important to also talk about I think nonetheless they're I do believe they're sincerely trying to improve it and uh, if they're capable or not is a different uh, question. But I I do believe you know all the culture workers I've been seeing you know they they have a gen you know like an uh, uh, I say uh, an honest interest in improving the thing. That's not good enough. Our politicians also have a good I, intentions. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I just I just you know uh, uh, a lot of things go wrong with good intentions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that that should be kind of addressed, uh, you know, like like you're doing in in, uh, in your nomination and and um, you know, and and how you kind of voice yourself in public about these things. You know, so I think these are important things. But but uh, um, I'm all, I'm maybe a bit skeptical to to have this us against them because we are them at certain points as well. It's know? not like that. It's not one or the other, but you need to you need to be able to talk about the things that are problematic. So, yes, it's going to sound like us against them, mm. but, you know, uh, you don't let them operate even if we're on the same team. You don't let them operate uh, with methods that 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 fuck us up, you know? Mm. So you need to be able to critique this without getting the the counter argument that, well, uh, you know, what do you want? Fucking, you know, what what is your option? Fucking Nazi Germany or you want the Taliban? You know, this is like, uh, this is the, you know, this is the counter argument that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not perfect, but it's as good as you can do it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so this critique is just damaging. No, listen, the, the idea that, um, uh, the idea is has to be no, but you have to. We have to look at what the situation is. There's public money in circulation, and that public money is in circulation because we've deemed the arts necessary, right? Mm -hmm. There's a certain amount. Yeah, there's of, a choice in 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 society. We say, hey, we think culture is important. Let's fund yeah. it. Yeah. So, and within culture, like the cultural budget in Norway, let's say it's 13 billion, and uh, two billion of that goes to the visual arts, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been talking to uh, economists and uh, sociologists and uh, looking at the at ways to eco economically uh, shift the power balance in this thing, right? Mm -hmm. To say, like, nobody's asking for a handout, right? You know, everybody uh, in society that does stuff, this is the right-wing neoliberal mm -hmm. uh, argument that as soon as you... Uh, make an argument for what your position in society is what the the what you provide in society 
<coughs> is somehow uh, uh, asking for some kind of handout. This is, is like an effective argument for people that are standing outside whatever you do, right? Mm. You know, jumping over that argument because uh, that's an easy enough argument to win. Mm -hmm. If you look at that two billion or whatever and you say, listen, we need to change this power structure because now we have this amount of money. Now we can use this to test this uh, this power structure, which has been discussed for fucking 50 years. Mm -hmm. Let's we're in a unique position in Norway to actually test this. Yeah. So within the arts, let's talk about a Borgelund. Let's talk about yeah. a, a citizen. What's it called in English? A citizen, like a citizen income or something. citizen yeah. income for the artists. Let's say there's 3000 artists. This is pretty close to it's the truth. 4000, I think. Fine. Around, uh, depending yeah. on how you uh, calculate uh, the, the, the people who are, uh, unaffiliated mm. with organizations who don't register uh, themselves as a as a company and so on maybe you can pull it up to 4000 right mm. but we have a calculation based on 5000 4000 3000 2000 whatever th th that goes up a thousand back and forth that, yeah. that that's nothing you know that's, yeah, that's the same yeah so you look at mm. the amount of money that's available and you look at like uh, okay could this be used to just give everybody who is like if you educated yourself to be an artist and if you just keep being an artist, you're trying to do this. Let's give them a Borgerland. Mm -hmm. How much is it going to cost? Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, there's a calculation available there, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know who's going to, we're going to take money from? Some institutions are going to lose some money. Mm -hmm. And they're going to lose some of that power position too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but there's enough money there already, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's enough money yeah. there. And, uh, you know, if you if you look at what the artists are producing, how much they're making off their artwork, you know, let's uh, say that the, the, the medium abominable. is... Abominable. Yeah, it's like 100,000 per year is the medium, like, uh, is the average that, uh, that no. are generating from their own art. This is, you know, like, depending on what you count, like an artist income, uh, the income they make from, un uh, you know, unart-related work or whatever, yeah. and this kind of thing. But I think the calculation is, like, from art-based work... It's like a hundred thousand average. I think it's around thirty thousand average. Okay, I don't. You know, there's lots of different ways to calculate yeah. this, right? Yeah. And um, because the, you usually take away the top and the bottom, right? Yeah. So the and, medium, the medium yeah. is about twenty nine thousand, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, if you know, because th that was at least the number, as I remember correctly, which was in this Olev of Kunsten book. Where okay, they kind okay. of uh, they did that research. What what artists actually make? What they make like with their additional income? Uh, but we're on the bottom everywhere. I you probably know? just misread it. I I read it like ninety three thousand or something. But yeah. Um, anyways, um, if you just use this money that is in circulation for the visual arts alone, right? Mm. Because this is the group that is uh, you know uh, it's already proven that this group. Um, the way that we operate the way that we do things not only the way that we want to work but the way that is expected of us to mm. work to be this free experimental space where um, you know uh, you know there is this this uh, tolerance for for crap mm. uh, you have to have this right mm. otherwise you don't have experimentation and then you don't get those new ideas right nope. so um, if you take that group into account and you just say like okay how much are you able to make and then you just you just you know you fill it up so that everybody has at least enough money to have it 
decent living yeah. right pay your rent you just like so you're not the fucking working poor doing other jobs that you don't mm. want to do in fact what it does if you look at it from a uh, socioeconomic perspective not only does it uh, make it better for those artists but they start producing more they start producing better quality mm. and you know the people that um, uh, you know the people that are sitting in power positions they lose some power too you know mm -hmm. these institutions don't become the ones who decide what is of relevance and yeah, because can, an artist you don't have to jump when they say jump you know, exactly because you actually have some yeah. leverage yeah, we don't yeah. need this master laborer position because mm -hmm. this is exactly the kind of position that this kind of unique area needs to be uh, allowed to to mm -hmm. uh, operate uh, independent of and then you get into these ideas of like whatever county and auton autonomy and this kind of thing but it is possible in norway you know it is to do, possible yeah. to do right now in norway and there is a there's a calculation there's an equation where we can mm -hmm. do this but the institutions are going to lose money and this is where we need to agree that they are the fucking enemy right now mm -hmm. they're the, the real we're paying their salaries basically mm -hmm. our low fucking salaries yeah. is paying the institutions for doing the programs that they're doing and what the fuck are they doing and we're what paying, are they doing we're paying partly for the program too absolutely yeah. what are they doing are they doing something that is so essential to to the to what the function of art is no they're just fucking doing shit that they think is they took over the fucking notion of uh, mm. of institutional critique uh, they decided what is relevant and those people they say they're helping artists by giving them shit fucking jobs mm. and saying that this is a part of you know tricking artists into thinking like this is part of your art practice this is a creative activity whatever mm. and they're fucking getting away with it and mm. the organizations in Norway are not fighting back hard enough the organizations are no in Norway are fighting to give the institutions more power to pay artists more mm. this is not the way you're going to shift this power hmm no, no, I'm I'm very very kind of positive to like this uh, Borgelon or this kind of uh, this set thing. So you're kind of you know, and uh, the question you you know like the the first question you probably will get uh, yeah, but wouldn't everybody uh, want to do art then? And uh, is that I don't think so. But first of all, because you you kind of who gets into the art? Uh, maybe more people are going to apply for the art school. Yeah, because oh wow, then I can. Cause, but even if you get at Borgelon, it's not going to be an easy life, you know? Because being an artist, it means you kind of fail constantly. You kind of, uh, uh, you're going through these ups and downs with your ego, you know, when you show stuff, you have a high, when you, after that, you have a low, you kind of, uh, everybody can, can, you know, kind of critique what you do without any, you know, without any restraint, right? Because you, you put it in the public domain, what you make quite often. So. So you you have to have a thick skin, and you have to really really want it if you want to survive it. So yeah, but this so, argument is no no exactly that you know it would no but it would normalize you let's, know, so let's meet that argument right mm. let's say like okay so that's a problem I guess mm. so you know the idea is then that you just snap your fingers one day and say that you're an artist well no of course not there's mm. requirements that you have to fulfill most artists have gone through a pretty fucking long process mm. uh, long education and it started before that you know they made choices very early on in life mm. uh, a lot of them right and uh, and and then followed through on those choices and it's really not that difficult to define mm. now uh, if if that means that people think that they can just snap their fingers and become artists and then mm. then get this thing well then okay set some fucking criteria for what it means and you better learn how to get that criteria internationalized too well, you, you remember that story of this artist who, who was so upset with the show or no, no this person who was so upset with the show 
yeah, I think he was a ex-policeman or something. Right, yeah, that was funny, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he started making art, and then he actually developed respect for <laughs> making art. Yeah, yeah? but, yeah. And uh, so that's the thing. I think as soon as you kind of involve in the art, you know, you, you can't do it half-heartedly. You have to do it full-heartedly. And, and if, like, a, a, an income like that can... And, but I, I also kind of uh, um, want to make the point, if everybody wants to be an artist, and we can afford it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah well, let's this is do a, it. This is a question of priorities, right? What's uh-huh. the function of? If we're not filling the function of what art is supposed to do in society, if we're not actually filling that function of being that experimental space where things can operate independently of how other people can operate, mm-hmm. if we're not actually a, if we're just performing resistance, mm-hmm. if we're just uh, you know acting in in the way that it looks like resistance, you know, if we just become satire. Then, uh, you know, then I'm against it. But I, I think there is a potential there. You know, I bring up satire because satire, I think, is one of these examples in, in, in our culture where um, this, is, this is one of the, our, in contemporary times, one of the most powerful propaganda mm. uh, uh, tools. And it's also one of the weakest forms of, of resistance because uh, satire... It looks like resistance. Mm-hmm. It sounds like resistance, mm-hmm. and it's fun. So you know you can sit back, you can enjoy, and you really like. And and satire can be hard. It can be hard hitting, mm-hmm. right? And it feels like whoa, somebody's dealing with this way harder than I can deal with this. Mm-hmm. So you can just sit back, lean back, and this is perfect for the people in power, right? Mm-hmm. This is basically what got Trump elected. This is basically the 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 Putin agenda. After mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is like how to maintain power is like commission satire and all this kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know the the idea that satire somehow represents uh, resistance if artists are going to do this if we're going to be performing resistance without real resistance if we can't use this unique position this free room mm. to actually be a threat to the powers that be if we mm. can't use that if we're just being controlled and 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 performing a kind of dissidence then we might as well fucking give it up, right? Then you can just mm. say, then they can stop saying that uh, art is a, is a, um, is a room, art is a, has a special function. Then, then politicians can stop saying that. Mm. Then the cultural leaders can stop saying that. They can say that art is just, uh, you know, it is just something that Another we... Another convenience within society. Yeah, it's nice, you know, we get mm. to look at things differently. And, we don't and, get uh, completely bored. Yeah, it's, mm. uh, it's an entertaining kind of field, mm. you know. You, know, mm. you get to you get to view things in a different way sometimes and sometimes we need that it's like uh uh you know it's a just just argue for arts in that sense then don't fucking tell us mm. that you're supporting art because it has this dissident function in society mm. you know if you're going to say that you're well, going to get that the thing is you know you can't you can't fund the dissident uh, parts of society that's kind of counter that's just incorporating dissidents well that's not true you can you need to this is the idea that you know that that critique is how society moves forward that we can't even they say that they cannot function without a a a democracy that is in constant critique of its own okay fair enough but then i come back to my previous argument you know you have to create a space for it but you can't fund it yes you can you absolutely can because it's a necessary part because otherwise you have 
otherwise you have author, otherwise you have you know if you don't have a critical uh, aspect in society that is uh, possible to support in the way that that critique needs to operate it you know without the demands of the powers right if you don't fund that it'll come up anyways because then you have a utilitarian society and and uh, it doesn't accept critique and that critique will bubble up at some point or another and if that's people's lives that are at jeopardy mm. this is another thing right it will happen but you know in so-called democratic societies we've understood that we need this thing in most kinds of systems we understand that we need critique but the critique is controlled right yeah, but, but isn't there a difference between critique and dissident no no of course not because uh, you know you need uh, because you can't you can't see what you can't see Uh, you know, you you when things are set into system, you're doing this with the best intentions, and you 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 do your pros and your cons, and you say that this is the best possible outcome. But mm. you know, if you don't know what you don't know, other people need to tell you. Mm. And if 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 that if you know if if that isn't working systemically, if that if that can't be done mm. to actually change the system. Then it is utilitarian. Then you then you don't allow this kind of critique, right? This is why you have, uh, you know, uh, elections and all this kind of thing. But, but you know, systems are systems. Institutions are institutions, and you have to allow, you know, to change the system. This is an institutional project, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well. And and to to disrupt the system should be an organized project. This needs to be an organize organizational project. You need to organize in order to disrupt the system. But if the organizations are behaving like the institutions, then this becomes an individual project, mm -hmm. and that is not good. But this mm -hmm. is the situation we're in right now because the organizations are behaving like the institutions. Mm -hmm. So individuals need to activate in order. This is the this is why you need to start in fifth gear, right? Because the organizations are far too close to the institutions, yeah. so in, it it becomes up to an individuals. But this is by no means ideal. You need to be able to organize dissent. Dissent needs to be allowed to be organized in society. Mm. Again, allowed to or be organized. It's financed well, too. Yeah, well, the problem is as soon as you finance it, you like energetically you're yeah. Well, it, it's an interesting philosophical point because that means, okay, uh, um, you know, you kind of fund kind of the resistance within yourself, yeah. Because if you fund it, it's part of yourself. Well, yes, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. so then the, the dissident and and by fun, you know, kind of, uh, uh, it's really hard to hurt yourself. Yeah, or it's very easy in certain ways. But I mean, if you just kind of try to kind of uh, uh, um, squeeze your arm till it really hurts you know that's psychologically that's pretty hard you know so you're gonna do it that it hurts but not that you kind of break your arm right but you can't use uh, uh, you can't use uh, analogies that become uh, uh, you know small examples of anecdotes you can't use that to describe systems no, System, systems are systems right so mm. what you can use is is microcosms of the same system right mm. so this is why we can talk about kulturrådet uh, right kulturrådet mm. should give me arisprisen because i promise to fucking change that system right mm. so uh, what they need to prove is that they can allow 
uh, something that goes in and hurts them. Mm-hmm. Because they need to be hurt right now because of the way things are going, it's not going in the direction that it was meant to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going in the interest of the artists. It's going in the interest of the institutions. It's going into, in the direction of the interests of, of the free market. It's going in the interests of fucking, uh, you know, uh, liberalism. It's, it's the, somebody needs to go in and disrupt that system for the better of Kulturrådet. Mm-hmm. So what they need to do is give me that fucking prize just out of symbolic... They, they can mm. fucking keep the money. Mm. Just give me the prize, you know? And say that their system is in understanding that the system needs to be changed from the outside. It doesn't change from the inside because it, from the inside, things operate like an institution. Mm. And that is not what's going to change an institution. Institutional no. thinking is not going to change an institution. It changed by crisis. Yeah. And crisis mostly comes from outside. Yeah, but I take it back. Don't fucking keep that money. I need that fucking money, you know. <laughs> I'm fucking broke as fuck. You know, you know what? This uh, thing, I've never gotten money from them, right? Yeah. Never gotten money. And yeah. it's not like I don't fucking try. I yeah. fucking, I do some projects, you know. I do some yeah. big projects sometimes, yeah. you know. We haven't even talked about art, you know. We're yeah. just talking about politics or whatever, cultural politics. But man, this system, like, I even know that system from the inside. I know yeah. what they prioritize. I know yeah. what they think they should be doing. I know what they think they are doing. And uh, it's fucking, I can't penetrate that system, right? And I fucking, you know, they're the biggest financers of the kind of shit that I do. Yeah. I don't do commercial work. This yeah. is not my interest. I'm not sitting at home producing things that I can fucking put on the market, you know? Yeah. And this is, they talk in ways that this is the kind of thing they support, right? What do they want? They want fucking, they want shit that the uh, that is outside of politics. They want things that are even against the ideas that are current in society. They want shit that is fucking taking some space and being a little bit, uh, taking risks is yeah. what they want, right? Yeah. But they have not been able to find a way to, you know, they'll do it in the in the way that doesn't hurt Yeah. Uh, them right yeah. and this is why they need to give me this prize because I'm going to hurt them mm. I'm going to hurt Kulturodet now mm. this is why they need to give me this prize because they have not proven that they can take risks that are a risk to themselves yeah. and they can't talk about taking risks if they don't take risks that are a risk to themselves yeah because they don't know the, their limitations or they don't know their no. kind of context yeah So yeah, this is the this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. fuck up cultural, but I'm gonna fix it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it for us artists the way it was intended to be. Cultural, mm-hmm. its function. Cultural, its. If you listen to politicians, politicians still think this is cultural's function. Yeah, they think that cultural just supports the free Kunsten. This is what they think. Yeah, this is not their agenda anymore, and this is not necessarily what they do. They have taken over a lot of the institutional uh, uh, funding distribution. Yeah, uh, they they're so entrenched in the the ideology or the thinking that institutions uh, justify and uh, and and make uh, a practice relevant. Yeah. That that they you know they demand that you have sometimes uh, an invitation from an institution. Yeah. So you know this this thinking has has gone so deep into the the it's 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 really been it's been colonized by by institutionalism. It's been colonized by by free market liberalism is what I think. Basically, culture has been colonized. 
and yeah. uh, it needs to get fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> you know, I, I hear you, and I, 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 do, I do agree with you, but I, there, there is this... You know, I mean, you are engaged. You know, you the way you operate, you know, you, you like to kind of... You're interested in systems. You'd like to kind of dissect them and kind of, you know, put your finger on a sore spot and stuff like that's that. That's not what I want to do, though. No, but that's what you do. Fine, yeah. if yeah. I have to, yeah. You know, I mean, with the Congo Lansby, you and Fadlabi did, you mm-hmm. know, that, that was putting putting your finger on like a sore spot within you know at least we got to do it through art though yeah and it was you know it was a uh, again it was a digestion and i thought it was a very beautiful project and stuff but it kind of and it but it it revolved around this discussion okay what is this actually what what is identity you know what is what is uh, uh why do we hide certain things and why do you know how how can you be open about these kind of painful things and and what you know what kind of form can you give to it? And you guys did something with that. So you're always interested in kind of this, this again, also with here, okay, what does cultura hide, right? What is the cultural uh, power structure? How, how is that functioning? And how is that hiding? And how is that operating? And how, and, and how can you be like the, um, the, 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 I say the wrench in the wheels? Well, the wrench in the wheels maybe is the most important part because asking the question Mm -hmm. is what uh, journalists can do, academics can do, politicians can do, and, you know, a lot of other people with Mm -hmm. other functions in society can ask this question, right? Mm -hmm. They can ask what's going on here. Is is this, uh, you know, but artists, let's go back to the idea that artists have a unique position Mm. in society. Let's fucking figure out what that position is Mm. and uh, say that, is it possible to operate uh, in a different way in this space that you cannot operate in other spaces? Mm. What is different about the way of, of your ability to operate within this space? And that's what's interesting, you know, because that topic, Kongolansbyen, mm. that topic needed to be dealt in, in mm. a different way than it was already being dealt because it was too easy to mm. shut down that discussion. Mm. It was too easy to, to say that this was something that wasn't a part of us. Mm. It was too easy. That had already been set into system. Mm. And uh, sometimes when something is so deeply internalized, uh, that's when you need the artists. That's mm. when you need the artists. And I'm not, I don't want to glorify I, this position. No, I'm but just saying that that position needs to be I, available. I agree with you. But uh, the point I wanted to make is you're a certain type of artist who, who thrives in that kind of environment, right? And, and I know plenty of artists who don't want to have anything to do with that's it. That's fine, yeah. You know? And, fine. and, and uh, um, uh, what I'm always very kind of concerned about and always been is kind of how... Uh, um, you know, because there's. Uh, I just did a show uh, with with Jermaine uh, uh, Nungoma at uh, Khartoum, mm. right? and he's an artist. He's he's been an active artist for thirty years in Norway, right? And he's hardly. I mean, he doesn't show that much. You know, mm. a lot of people don't know what he does because he he's not the personality who kind of pushes himself and kind of wants to get out there. You know. He doesn't. He doesn't. He just. That's. He wants to make art, and he kind of dedicates his time in making art and making fucking great art, right? But uh, uh, how do you kind of integrate these, or how do you protect these kind of artists, you know, in this kind of environment? That's why I think your case is very important, you know. But it it it, it is 
offset with a huge group of artists because a lot of people turn to arts because they can't do anything else you know that's what they can and they don't have these political social tools to kind of maneuver through these complex systems and and you know and um uh, uh so i but I don't know him well, but you know you have to look at what uh, what what are the possibilities from somebody I don't know he might have been born here I don't fucking know this, but you know uh, no, he, he moved here thirty years ago right yeah. so what are the possibilities for people coming from the outside who are artists like what is the possibility let's go back to the idea of fucking Borgelon mm. if you you got any more of that mm. if you don't have a system where um uh where this also take in, takes into account uh, the movement in the reality of the world that we live in today, mm. I'm just going to guess that he wouldn't be working as much at the school as he is doing sure. now, and sure. he would be spending more time on his practice, and that would be whatever. you know. If you have this system where the money is dispersed differently, you would have spaces that show maybe different kinds of groups that are showing. You don't need these fucking big institutions. And you have this, this ecosystem where you get to see more of what mm. is being produced by artists. You don't need to be approved by a big institution. But wouldn't that be? Uh, uh, I mean, would that be? Uh, wouldn't that be a much more valuable starting point to kind of, you know, create these alternative kind of uh, systems where you kind of actually create space to show these people, right? I mean, Khartoum is a perfect example. That's that's an alternative solution to this kind of problem, right? Where they where they where they have a. You know, a proper proper gallery space and a proper bar next to each other, and the one supports the other, and the other supports uh, the one, mm. right? And there, it's oh, you know, there it's possible to show somebody like Germain, right? Uh, yeah. Because that context is in a way that you know he fits in there in many ways, and and so so isn't it much more important to kind of uh, invest in that infrastructure and just uh, uh, I wouldn't say you know keep the fight going on, but you know, not depend on that fight uh, for for our future, so to say. Well, there's lots of different things, different realities that are allowed to exist at the same time. Khartoum is a result of the 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 situation that we're in, because involved in Khartoum is Fadlabi, who ran one night only for almost eight years, mm -hmm. and that was no small project. That was the most active gallery in Norway, running shows mm -hmm. every week, right? Yeah, trying to do it for eight yeah, years yeah. and not fucking making money at all mm. you know they were fucking paying money out of their pocket to do mm. the, to make this where they refused to become an institution right mm. they refused to become an institution but at the same time you can't keep that up forever but i know fadlabi wants to uh, keep keep somehow keep this energy going he you know he's interested in certain things it's not exactly the same thing that that he sees going on everywhere else mm -hmm. khartoum just becomes a way to say to recognize the fact that look part of this economy that is running these uh, these artist spaces uh, which nobody likes to talk about is that alcohol is a big part of this uh, yeah, economy absolutely. and you know you, they'll do it under the table and all this kind of stuff and uh, you know so so Karin and Fadlabi present an idea that is different from what is already being done mm -hmm. and therefore doesn't get recognized as something that is uh, this what people recognize as what they're what they think it is, so they don't get any funding. I fucking they should be getting funding, mm -hmm. but you know they just said like, listen, uh, 
you know, we're going to try to do this thing where alcohol is uh, openly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, admittedly a part of the economy for the gallery mm-hmm. and try to use that to support the gallery. But still, you know, they end up... Yeah, they end up in minus. Uh, so yeah, 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 absolutely. So, but then they didn't get money because, and I'm assuming it's because... Uh, well, they don't understand this kind of new new hybrid there. Exactly. Yeah. So you know this this I we 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 think that we work in an area that is constantly looking for new ideas and new approaches and all this kind yeah. of thing. But if you look at the way that funding is dispersed, people are insecure. They don't know what is good or what no. is bad. So what they often do, and the same thing goes with the arbits depend, and often mm-hmm. with project monies and money for institutions, is that people sit in these committees and they're like, you know, they have to decide as a group what is relevant what isn't mm. and you know these are funny dynamics this these are amazing dynamics i could fucking talk a lot about these dynamics. Mm. i sat in these groups for a long time years right mm. and you can just see that this confusion of what what is you know this thing i don't recognize mm. you know everybody admires the same thing right they look back in history they're all talking about when this thing broke the mold yeah. and like changed yeah. the changed the the notion of what is quality changed the notion of of what is you know they change the direction of things these are the fucking heroes or whatever right yes but uh, the insecurity of not knowing what to choose is like some because everybody wants the new direction they don't necessarily want something new they want to pick the new direction so mm. the insecurity in that just makes you choose things that are recognized mm. and recognizable and then it becomes so conservative that this area that is supposed to be experimental producing mm. new ideas uh, just ends up reproducing shitty ideas because it's recognized as something that's already accepted and what do artists do? Artists artists are good at fucking recognizing what is accepted yeah sure really good at recognizing what they end up getting funding for or not and also end up doing fucking shitty little things just to get accepted because how else are you going to survive man Mm. I'm stupid in this game right Mm. I should be much smarter and just say like obviously the way to survive here is by doing doing that I I should just be doing that right Mm. and I should be talking in a certain way I should should be Mm. behaving in a certain way and it's not a very it's not a big mystery Mm. you know i know what books i need to read if i'm going to make it in this fucking field i know exactly which exhibitions i need to read about so that i have the right references so that i have the right language when i meet these people which which books are it well i say that i I say that i know the (laughs) books but i you know yeah, yeah some of the philosophers and some of the you know people but fuck it you know fuck this thing because they say you know what what provokes me the most is mm. that these people these curators these art historians these fucking directors or whatever i've been around them a lot right you know what mm. they say they say well we uh you know we're we're not really happy with how homogenous this whole thing is right so you know we're we're even looking for and inviting other frames of references we're looking for other kinds of experiences but as soon as somebody comes they're, in they're there looking- with other fucking references and experiences those people turn fucking dead stone cold because if you, if they don't know the shit you're talking about, they sound stupid, right? Yes. And they want to fucking, you know, they want to be deciding the who's smart and thing. who's stupid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So unless you're talking about the shit that they know, 
And if you make them look stupid, and if they are in a position of power, they are not going to let you in, right? Mm. So I reject those fucking books and those fucking exhibitions. At the same time as some of them are good, you know? Some of those mm. philosophers are good. Some of those mm. books are good, right? Some of those references are good. But if you're going to pretend like that's the end-all, be-all of knowing what it is to be fucking an artist, mm. no. No, there's other shit too I also use other fucking references mm. I'll get my fucking references from all over the place well that's uh, you know the point is I was I was walking through the library the other day at the academy and and I can't go through the artists you know I can't go through that because you know I can't get any sp inspiration from there you know that's just kind of you know it's recognizable yeah that's you know, but that's that's already kind of art that's been, you know, we, we as artists, we have to get our inspiration from elsewhere, right? Well, you would think that that was the case, but you look at who fucking succeeds. Look who gets picked up and, and lifted up, uh, you know, you, the people that you went to school with and the, the people that you see getting, like, picked up by these uh, art historians and these curators. And you look at the way they talk and you look at the kind of things that they talk about when they talk to these curators and uh -huh. art historians. Look at the way they talk. They're fucking playing the game right, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, they're not necessarily saying that they're picking up references from all over the place. They know mm -hmm. where to pick up these references. And aesthetically, come on, this is where it gets really boring. Mm -hmm. This is where it gets really boring because it's not only is it recognizable, the references are recognizable. Like, mm -hmm. if the aesthetics are recognizable, the references are recognizable, and the fucking language is recognizable, what are we fucking doing you know is that the most interesting thing that can happen from this free area you know then i'll turn into a fucking <laughs> anti no but i believe in it right? i believe in it i believe in it but you know i i'm also naive i think that the i believe in the big the big words i believe in the nice talk i believe in this thing that you know this is a, this is a truly free space that has a truly unique well, position the, the thing is you know you have to conquer that space on a daily basis this is not like that that free space isn't something that is just there it's something you have to conquer every and every fucking day you're you know you're you're alive you know yeah and and uh, i even see you know, it's it's not only in the arts it's in everything because you know it kind of we as artists we kind of live and breathe the same thing we don't see that much difference between like working life and 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 uh, after working Absolutely, life how, yeah. how most people kind of operate you know with us it's you know it goes into each other you know like life life and art is is more or less one and no so uh, Good pause. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a shitty dilemma, actually. But I mean, it's a good one too. Yeah. No, but really, this this fighting for this free space, this fighting for this, you know, because first of all, the battle is with yourself in your head, right? You have to conquer your all these reference which come in your head, all these voices come in your head, saying, "Okay, you can." I mean, observe when you make when you make work, right? How many hidden rules you have in the going on in the background? Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do this. I can't. Oh no, I, I have to do it like this. Oh, I can't do it like this. Right? And you don't even notice, you know. Yeah. So and and that's the fight that goes on, 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 where you kind of have to kind of break that. Say, oh, why do I think that? Why am I not allowed to do that? 
okay let's do it see what happens you know and then and as soon as you do that like you know i started painting recently you know and i i show people here and there what i'm doing and you know i'm not a painter originally so of course especially a painter is going to be super skeptical and you know like the professional uh, professionals in the art field are going to be very skeptical because suddenly you're moving you know you're moving away from what what you're known for what you kind of you know and and the reason why i move that way is because i don't know that area and that's interesting you know and that's where i can feel that's where i can uh, can also kind of figure out something right mm -hmm. but this this constantly kind of doing what you're not allowed by yourself in the first place right and then what you're not allowed by your culture field and then not what you're allowed for what you think you're not allowed by by society or something is is you know the battle you have to do on a daily basis and and again you know to, to make my point you know, to be able to do that you need space and time you know? and uh, I, and i do really believe that's the core thing where where things get confusing because you know in these institutions as the culture or the that's also why why i'm a bit skeptical at how much you should engage in the thing because because that monster is going to be there always you know this kind of this monster who wants to decide uh, how your reality is looking how your reality is kind of uh, uh, evolving well yeah? yeah i know but at and, the same time yeah but, go ahead. but that battle starts like philosophically in my, in my eyes with yourself you know because as soon as you kind of confront these kind of little voices in your head which say you're supposed to do things that and that and that way you know it's also easy to confront the big voices outside of you and say oh you say that i have to do like that that's fine that's your opinion or that's your kind of focus and you have these kind of uh, these kind of tools to kind of force me to do that i have these tools to counter them yeah i mean mm -hmm. i talked to a lot of artists who in other countries who took the position where they become sort of these extreme voices against things that were uh, you know counterproductive to the to the interests of the artist or whether whatever and they become these characters right they have to maintain these mm -hmm. characters mm -hmm. but but i don't believe that that is true because i still believe naively perhaps in this idea of this free space that 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 maybe hopefully can operate differently from other systems and other uh, other kinds of uh, understandings of how things are done so i don't believe that i will be pigeonholed mm -hmm. i believe in the idea of constant change of constant mm -hmm. dissent of constant uh, you know dissent as well yeah yeah of course mm -hmm. and you know so i just the way i see it i'm just going to be replaced by somebody with much better argu arguments than me mm -hmm. with much harder fucking ways to hit and i fucking hope they hit me because i'm going to think that i'm ending up at some solution mm -hmm. i'm going to think that the, the the way that i approach things puts me in a position to understand things and these fucking new uh, voices better fucking put me in my place right but what, what, like uh, the thing you you said earlier that culture uh, is kind of uh, uh, colonized. Yeah, you know uh, what we're talking about. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't. We have all culture cultivated these kind of uh, system. You know, like hundred years, two hundred years ago, we called the you know we colonized. You know, the Western world was colonizing uh, Eastern and and uh, and. Uh, 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 southern worlds it's a, it's a weak analogy to use colonization no, no, is no, too I, I fucking evil to no, I, <laughs> no I don't think so because you know that, that uh, colonization is is first of all you see yourself better than others and you say hey 
we come here and by force we kind of take over yeah yeah so it is a it is a but it's a human it, it lies in human nature it's like okay let's get you know we don't have enough here let's get it somewhere else yeah, yeah? and uh, so i think that the analogy of okay you make the claim that culture is kind of colonized right and uh, by what you call like neoliberalism ideas or whatever, or yeah. people, you know, they they kind of protect their own now. Okay, they they created their own and now they're protecting their own, yeah. right? And uh, um, you know, I make the claim: okay, you have to conquer this free space yourself every day, every day, you know, because everybody's going to eat away from it, mm-hmm. you know, because that's that's how we function as humans. We kind of we uh, uh, you don't get space, you don't get time, you have to conquer it. And however you do it, you know you can you can do it with dignity, you can do it with force, you can do it with uh, with violence, you know, with uh, with with uh, intellect, you can do it with uh, with money, with whatever tools you have available, right? And and so so I think it's a very uh, a good starting point. Okay, uh, let's put the case that culture is uh, colonized. You know, let's identify what they're colonized with and the interesting thing now is that the colonization isn't kind of one physical person moving in it's actually colonization by like a, a, a systemic kind of evolutionary kind of uh, entity almost it's both actually to be honest i mean it's uh, it's an evolving thing with um, <clears throat> uh, you know a, a, a cultural administrative body that is pretending to be uh, you know, at 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 a arm's distance from politics, mm. but uh, the one of the first things the new cultural minister did was to put into place the director that she wanted and mm. the 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 leader of the board that she wanted. So this happened like what two years ago, mm. and you know this is like so. Yes, it is both actually putting people into place to run your agenda yeah so you know uh, uh, Christian Danielson and Tone Hansen are put there by uh, Helleland who mm. has not only a fucking uh, uh, you know uh, market liberal ideology but she also has a you know very scary identitarian mm. uh, ideology which uh, shines through mm. and um you know even even somehow you know this kind of concealed uh, uh, xenophobia and comfort uh, national nationalism mm. which makes people talk even forces people who are you know her her uh you know her adversaries to forces them to even talk about Norwegian values. How the fuck did they fall into that trap? You know, mm. but this is how powerful this uh, ethno nationalism is today because uh, you know it talks about pride mm. and and uh, who fucking doesn't feel some kind of pride? Where are you gonna where are you gonna attach this pride? You know, mm. and if people are attaching it, you know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fucking attach it close to home. You know, I can attach it to my family. I can attach it to my friends. I can attach it to my, you know, the the, the border is gonna go somewhere, right? Mm. Where you stop attaching it because it's too far away. So the border ends up being on fucking nation mm. or religion or ideology, whatever the fuck it is. But if you're trying to, you know, scare people, if you're trying to scare people into, uh, you know, thinking that they are 
somehow, you know, when you're talking to politicians who are searching votes, who are digging for votes, who are clamoring for votes, if you scare them into thinking that they uh, have to indulge this idea of of national values or they're going to get the people against them that's a fucking it, that's mm. a that's a sophisticated way mm. to get this is this is why also why populism and this alt right motherfucking uh, uh, force is effective because they will they'll drag at your fucking the emotional strings right they know exactly which ones. They'll, plus, they'll take the arguments from the far left, right? They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll be fighting for the workers. But, you know, they're not anti-things. They're pro-things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. pro-white. They're pro-Norway. Mm-hmm. They're pro-fucking the values that we have here, right? Yeah, it's a persuasion game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you don't play along, you look like a fucking, you know, you look like you're, you know, you look like you're a fucking insensitive you know unsympathetic piece of shit who doesn't have love nowhere you don't love nothing so you have to right yeah but yeah there's a way around that and I think you because I think if you play the long game which is which I I believe is smarter we're gonna have a small break alright good alright we're back small break um, well how to proceed now right where were we by the way um, that's a good question I don't think uh, that's so important now no oh uh, let me just close the window for a second yeah that's the difference in the sound isn't it yeah let's let's make it fun for that for the ones that stayed yeah I mean for the people that stayed this long I mean if if you have a listener or two, or three, or four, or however the many. Well, they they get now. I think it. And that's a funny thing because I've been doing the podcast now since 2013. Like at first, I had maybe 20 listeners, 17. You yeah. have statistics yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah, you can see just see it on on on. Uh, you know, I I use SoundCloud, and there you right. can just see how many people listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm, so I'm hovering a bit around 100. I would say, from like. 60 220 that's that's about where i kind of it's good and i don't know if it's good it's 120 people if you put them in a room it's a lot but if you uh, put it on a world basis with six billion people it's zero 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 point zero 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 nothing percent well let's i mean consider the people that start listening and stop listening because it's a lot of spewing a lot of bullshit then it's like uh, you know we gotta have a gift for the ones who stayed this long right yes i want to make a case it's 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 mostly uh mostly bullshit yes yeah well i mean let's uh, if it's a numbers game right if that's what justifies the thing it's not going to be that for no, you no and th- that was never the, you know i i don't care how many people listen i appreciate it i really do and it's it's really funny now i start to get some reactions back from people that had been listening to it but it took two and a half years before i got my first reaction you know to to what people thought of what i was doing and uh, you know like this with this well, this is this the, format, right? You know, this is the you know again back to the institutions and the artists, right? Mm-hmm. The institutions have successfully managed to to uh, promote themselves as a service to society, right? This is why it's easy for politicians and other institutional uh, 
promoters to see institutions as though they are providing a service, but the artists, the the so-called content providers, I'm not so sure I like that fucking term, but, yeah. uh, you know, the people that are creating the content, uh, they're not seen as uh, part of the service. They're, 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 they're the goods in the goods and service uh, uh, circle, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it helps to think of yourself as providing a service, right? Yes. And I think yeah. it helps but for it, artists to think because the institutions can, can play the numbers game. They can say, like we have this and that a, many I mean for for me the important thing with the podcast is that I have an archive afterwards right you know where 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 I talk to all these kind of people in various stages in their kind of careers and lives and and philosophies and 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 hopefully get a bit smarter in the process and hopefully you know helping other people get a bit smarter too in the process but that's that's really the main reason and to but to, you could to also just be fucking wasting your time you could just that's be fucking fine. speaking to the wall you no know? no no because i i can't waste my time because i enjoyed it so much you know just sitting here with you for for a couple hours you know yeah. is super valuable when would we sit is down? it valuable for anybody else why the fuck are we care. recording this i don't why care. would anybody listen because if i put a microphone in front of your head yeah you know you sit down. You don't check your phone that much. You checked it once so far, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you sit down and we have a fucking great conversation or a bad one or, or a mixed one or, or whatever, you know, but we ha- we sit down and have a proper human interaction. How often does that happen these days? Well, I That it's not kind of interrupted by phones, by kind of other important things where we actually have the time to sit down. And, and what I found out is if you put some, a microphone in somebody, you know, in front of somebody they'll take the time however you glorify your own fucking shit is fucking up to you, you know? like, who gives a fuck touche i do agree but and that and that's and that's that's what i want to try to find out you know and what i see is like you know a growing number of people give a fuck yeah. you know because they take the time to listen to it and I, as i said i don't i don't care how many listen but i'm i'm you know i'm grateful nonetheless you know yeah. so um yeah but it's a tricky thing, yeah. This number thing—it's it, seductive, right? Because it—it—it it kind of screeches of importance, yeah. It screeches of like, oh, more people listen. Oh, ten million people listen to you, but ten million people—it's a lot of people. But it's still not a lot of people. Well, there's different kinds of listeners, right? There's uh, if you have ten million, you know, still the number, the percentage that are truly interested. You know, maybe you said something outrageous that made people listen or whatever, but. This kind of discussion isn't really going to generate that kind of populist uh, no. thing. No. <laughs> so you know you can you know what you can do is is uh, say that you're playing the the within the reputation economy, right? Because the reputation of of um, of uh, being able to um, to generate new knowledge to yes. to to make a space where where new knowledge is actually being produced outside of academics outside of uh, institutions mm-hmm. or whatever you're creating your own space yes and if you do manage to produce and this is like again what you're talking about the things that are in the back of your head like mm-hmm. what you should do what you shouldn't do there maybe is in the back of your head an, a thought that this is also in the end going to provide you with some fucking crazy credibility you know like some of course cool factor that you cannot get from other areas you of know? course of course yeah well, yeah this is the and is, and you know i'm i'm very aware of it and i'm a bit skeptical towards it too but uh, but uh, 
But nonetheless, I can also give a platform to you, you know, to talking about these kind of problematic things within the cultural field. And Don't fucking act I, like no, you're doing listen, me a favor. No, man. I'm not doing, I'm you, doing you, no, you a no, favor, of motherfucker. Course, we're doing us both a favor. <laughs> you know? But nonetheless, you know, there's very little, you can, you know, we can talk as long as we want. So you can, so we can go into all the nuances. Which platform provides it? You know, Facebook, you have like a small post and then, you know, maybe some people, you know, I try to read your long posts uh, when, when, you, when you go on ranting because I think it's fascinating and I think a lot of other people do. But still, it's a, you know, you, you have a limited amount there. If, Absolutely. You know, if papers write about you, that's always edited and shut down. So this long format where we can talk and talk and talk till we went around five times, you know, mm. is quite unique, you know. <laughs> It and, is. It, and it's going to be a document, which, which in retrospective also will have an importance. Well, yeah? this is also where, I mean, this is where also institutions glorify their position, right? Because they can do the slow game. This is where academics can glorify their position. Academics in the arts, they can talk about their, you know, the, the, the slow format, the, the, the slow food fucking mentality where, where they actually have the, the you know, the... The privilege to be able to to slowly take things mm. in right mm. and you know whatever it is that gave you that possibility to do that maybe you're doing it at great personal risk uh, economically or whatever maybe you're no, not really well first of all like all the equipment we, we're using here is funded by Kulturode right you know they do do some good things no, I'm not I, saying no, this is good listen, I'm just get... saying they do some good things <laughs> No, I got a stipend, and I used part of that stipend to build uh, buy this equipment. This is you now it cost me, I think, eight thousand crowns, which is like a thousand bucks or something, to get proper right. equipment to but get it's started. The time, it's the time. You don't really get paid for the time. I don't get paid for the time. Sure, no. sure. That's that's absolutely right. But this is your investment. But again, it's my investment. Since, but the good thing is, I completely own this platform, right? Yeah. Yeah, so so I, I w w one of the reasons why I really enjoy doing this is because I set it up under my own rules. You know, mm. I say, okay, I do this as often as I want. And so now I did like three in a very short time, and before you know, I did your, your podcast twenty six. You know, that's not yeah. a lot of podcasts I do, right? Well, it's still a lot. It's yeah. since two thousand and thirteen. That's four years ago. Yeah, but there's yeah. You know, so but but of work. But what I said is like I'm gonna do it as much as I want, whenever I want it, and however I want it. Mm -hmm. If the podcast is gonna be four hours, we're gonna do it four hours. If it's an hour, we do an hour. Twenty minutes, fine. It doesn't matter, you know. Any subject, any person, it's all open, you know. It's just my platform, and whatever I feel the need to do, I'll do. And that freedom really kind of, kind of, again, it's creating a space for kind of some kind of free expression and uh, for some kind of, yeah space and time because it also yeah it, it yeah, it's a, it creates time so we can sit down and have a conversation about you know important things and unimportant things and yeah yeah <clears throat> I mean this is the and yeah so you know uh, we were talking earlier off, off I think so far I'm the only artist who does a podcast in Norway you know and it's such a I've been listening to podcasts since maybe two, 2009, 2010 or something, you know, when it just were starting up and stuff. So I've been listening to podcasts and I've seen how, how it empowered a lot of people. Like, for example, the reasons that, that comedians are such superstars these days is, is hugely, uh, podcasts are hugely responsible for that. 
and uh, kind of the uh, one area I'm very interested in podcast too is, is woodworking right and they they kind of embrace these platforms quite early to kind of share the knowledge and share the things and you know they're like a whole community came out of that it seems very counterintuitive to be doing woodworking on fucking radio no it's actually quite nice oh. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, but you're, you know, it goes in combination. You know, these these people they have like video channels, and then they do a podcast next to it. You know, so they they don't do just one or the other, but they right. they they do that on top. And I, so I think it's very strange. But in general, I can't find that many kind of uh, podcasts with artists talking to other artists and about the feel, about what, what you know, the politics, about what keeps them busy and how they see the world. You know, there's very few few of them. You know, and and I really wonder why because it is actually you know it's one of the tools uh, uh, that is usable against like these these kind of occupations of the cultural field, you know, by kind of own you know own, owning some of that uh, air, air space yourself and kind of being being uh, uh, able to kind of distribute uh, sorry distribute it and and kind of. Uh, created the way y- you want it. So just as a thought experiment, then some institution picks you up, some art institution picks you up and says like, listen, we want you to do this uh, podcast. We want you to continue. We're going to pay your wages for doing this thing. What do you think will happen in that situation? I would create a separate uh, podcast for that and run this one next to it. Right, because this format won't work for that. No. No, no. And that's a great thing. I can create a new one. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so, I can just create a new format. I can have two podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great thing. You know, it's doesn't matter. You know, if they want to want to include me in that, fine. That's interesting. You know, there's interesting stuff happening in these institutions as well. And 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 plus, you know, if you what you say, you can only change or how you see it, that you can change the system from outside. But if you want to change, you have to come from outside inside. Yeah. Well, and, and you might have to go outside again, but I mean, you know, you have to kind of impregnate the system before you know something else can be born. Yeah, but there always has to be something coming from the outside, and and maybe this thing that you're talking about, how this podcast would be different from you would you would do this parallel to the podcast if you were mm-hmm. taken up by an institution, you would still need to maintain this space where you have complete like yes. freedom, right? Yes. Where the format changes depending on the situation, and uh, you know uh, the discussions are completely uh, based on whatever random uh, encounter, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this yeah. kind of thing. So you're not filling a format, right? No. And uh, this is, I guess, back to the argument of like, how are we going to make an argument for this space? How are we going to make an argument? Because this is the same thing as these art studio artists, right? Mm-hmm. Studio artists working on their stuff, uh, creating their own rules for for what it is that makes that work relevant, without mm-hmm. being approved by institutions, without being, uh, you know, just having well, somebody else justify their their activity well, and the, so on. The thing is, uh, like, a podcast is just a platform, right? Mm-hmm. A platform where you can you know express something. And uh, uh, so my philosophy is, as an artist, should or at least that's what I'm trying to do at the moment, is that you that you own as many platforms as possible uh, for expression. So you don't only own the production, but you also own the distribu- uh, distribution and the um, and the, uh, uh, um, what's else the other word? Uh, well, you you own the whole process. Mm-hmm. You know? 
So, uh, for example, in music, right? Who make the money in music? That's the the producers and the distributors. Yeah. So you 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 own your production, and and your distribution. You know, because that's where you make the money. Because yeah? if you uh, uh, otherwise they're going to eat out of your budget. You know, whatever. So you have to create, but you also have to uh, produce. Uh, and you have to kind of distribute. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, then again, you know, I have my studio practice, you know, uh, uh, where I produce works, and uh, if I don't get, if I'm not allowed, you know, in, you know, in exclamation marks, if I'm not allowed to kind of show that at institutions, you know. Uh, um, I'll have to find my own platforms, or have to create my op own platforms to to make that. And uh, in the art world, it's very it's a very uh, 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 dirty or no no to kind of kind of represent your own work, right? Right. Yeah, that's one of these kind of back in the voice. Oh, you're not allowed to kind of do that, right? Because it it eats away at some kind of integrity or some kind of uh, uh, um, illusion of what people think art is and how it should operate, right? And uh, uh, again, what I said, you know, you have to fight these kind of voices in your head first and negotiate with them first to see, okay, because uh, you, you, even in your argument, you're still kind of dependent on a, these institutions, right? You want to change the, the kind of the power structure of the institution instead of you, you can also say, okay, let's just disregard this whole institution. They're not relevant anymore. Let's create our own platforms. Yeah, yeah but it's an economic discussion, isn't it? Because it always is. It always is. Either way, if you go with the institution or without them, it doesn't matter. And and uh, I don't say you're not right. I think that's a very important uh, discussion. But you know, my interest lies more. Okay, let's create create separate platforms where we own the platforms as artists. You know, and there there's more and more of that stuff happening. You know, where where artists kind of put themselves together uh, in a pool, kind of make, create a, a gallery which they use as a leverage to kind of get shows abroad and where... Uh, uh, so, so there's these platforms popping up more and more. Well, I think this is what... Um, I think this is uh, very beautifully illustrated by what happens to the artist-run spaces in this country. Uh, where this kind of energy was exactly the kind of thing, you know, like artists that were a part of artist-run spaces were not so concerned with showing their own work because they're like, hey, if the only thing you're going to respect is if, like, we have a space. I'm not saying that's the thinking behind it, but, you know, it's more of like a collective thing, like, you know, we're just going to show our stuff and we'll show some people that we think are interesting or whatever. Yeah. We're not going to operate in the same... Uh, we don't use the same procedure as you do. We don't have the same kind of selection process as you do. We're just going to do it our own fucking way, right? Mm. And that becomes more relevant mm. uh, when that then is destroyed by institutional thinking. Which is why I asked you the question: like, how would you, how would you approach the idea of being asked by an institution to continue this thing because somehow you created some relevance? Mm. Um, you know, uh, in the way that you operate, then you might be asked to to have, uh, you know, you might have somebody who is ordering some labor from you, and then you have to appease them. Mm. So you know, well, how that, do you that that also comes down how do you negotiate that, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, because 
if you're stupid and say yes to everything because you want to eager to be part of that yeah you're going to make some mistakes in your negotiation and you you can find yourself in a position where you don't want to be in yeah but if they come with that question and you're aware of that you know then you at least have a possibility to manage that better and say okay hey within these parameters i can operate as soon as you start eating eat away with it i'm out again yeah, yeah. and and you of course then have to kind of uh, 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 in that process keep your independence that you're not not independent uh, dependent on that paycheck so you have to say yes 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 right? this is the this is the point right can you reject uh, survival you know when you're talking about like the you know we talk about GAE right guarantee and tech that was uh, mm. <clears throat> that was uh, put into place in 78 or whatever it was uh, this was not out of uh, th- th- this was not some kind of uh, wish for for a this was a, for a, for a <laughs> this is not some luxury this is a survival mm. uh, issue right mm. Because the artists, you know, the the Levikor and the Shirkas that was done back then yeah, well, showed that artists were fucking piss poor, you know, like yeah, yeah. really poor. Yeah. And um, you know the work that they did in the seventies, mm. uh, which we are still, uh, you know, enjoying the mm. the fruits of that labor, right? Mm. And losing slowly because the 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 activism today is is only defensive. It's not offensive enough, mm. and, and and when it is offensive, it's 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 uh, sadly arguing on uh, on the side of institutions. But um, you know uh, this this kind of thing where you know um, uh, this idea is not out of a will; it's out of a need. Mm. And and um, and this is something we need to remember when we're fighting institutions. You know, institutions—they don't want artists; they need artists. Yes. Uh, and, and but I think in the first place that has to do with with how we see the world as artists, what we think is okay, and how we negotiate. Again, mm-hmm. you know, because these institutions, you can negotiate with them. You know, and you can demand things, and you might have to play hardball. Right, and it's it's a it's a, you know negotiation is not something oh, I want this and otherwise I don't do it. That's not negotiation. That's just kind of being stupid. Well, most likely uh, the position that you have means you're going to be replaced by somebody who is willing to uh, accept their <laughs> their the requirements. You know how easily un- it is to get unless, replaced unless you're not replaceable. So you have to make sure you're not replaceable. That's you know? uh, that's un- that's impossible. You know you know arts the way that it works. It's so it's it's so hard to to already define yourself as unreplaced because there's you know there's there's this constant repetition of ideas that you know a lot of people are working on a lot of people are working on the same ideas you can you know as a as an academic as a as a curator or as an art historian you know you you can be so happy with uh, being able to to promote a concept or idea or or anything that that fits what you're trying to do you can do that with any work right and you can find any number of artists that are working within that same kind of thing you know and and if it's going to be this kind of economy where you know they decide you know uh, you know if you're so hard hard uh, fast to what you think that the, that mm-hmm. your idea that the thing that you're doing is 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 uniquely uh, well, unreplaceable. 
Uh, if then you have to negotiate that because because being unreplaceable doesn't mean you can sit on your laurels and wait for everybody to come show up. It means also that you have to defend that position endlessly. You know, you have to kind of improve that position endlessly. It's not it's not a it's not an end. It you know it's what you said earlier. It's like this constant change, right? Yeah. You have to be uh, in order to to stay so highly relevant or so irre irreplaceable or so unique. You know, you have to be in constant motion. I wouldn't even give them that power, you know. Not when there's this kind of money in circulation. But, I wouldn't even give them the power to decide. Like, but that, you don't force me to fucking prove that I'm relevant. If that's like, well, that's what I'm saying. That's so. The only I think relevant option in my eyes is then that you create your own platforms. That's fine. Yeah, that's because then if you own your own platforms, you know. You can do whatever the fuck you want without anybody telling you what to do. But you need to survive. If you make a bunch of platforms that have a uh, 50 fucking uh, strong audience uh, in each platform, and it's the audience that's going to decide how much uh, money you're able to make from that platform then you're going to be starving uniquely in each one of those platforms and spending a lot of your own money to make that. And if you can do that, that's a very privileged position. Fucking take it. Great. Good for you. But if you can't, if you don't have the money, if you don't come from a family that already has the connects, if you don't come from a family that already has the fucking, you know, the, the inheritance that's the hand-me-down that doesn't show up on your tax... Uh, papers, you know, if you have some kind of security and you're able to play this game, if you're able to go and, you know, pr allow uh, the institutions to present your work because you're more interested in the reputation game than you are in the money because you already have some backing, you already got some money, right? Then, uh, you know, then you can take that position. And there's enough of those people in the art world sure. that the people that don't have that kind of fucking, uh, that, that aren't a part of that well, then you have network to, then security, you have, yeah, they will just to, get fucking replaced, you know. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that I made that case earlier. How do you kind of protect uh, kind of the, you know, the... Uh, the people in the art world who don't have like this huge skill sets or, or, or networks to kind of survive with, right? Mm -hmm. So so I do see that point, but but nonetheless, you know, it also starts with a certain kind of honesty, and I think that that's what's really lacking with us artists to kind of see, okay, how do we really see the world, you know, and how do we kind of how do we kind of construct our reality, you know, as artists? How do we kind of create our identity around being an artist? And what I, what I do believe is we create it, you know, a lot with these, you know, back in the head voices <coughs> where, where, you know, you say, oh, I can't do it like that. I have to do it like that. Da, 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 da. You know, like this silent censoring, which is going on in the back of your head all the time. Right. And, and so it starts with being honest with yourself. Like, okay, how do I operate? Really? Not how I want, not how I wish, not how, no, how do I really operate? Right. Just sitting down. Okay. Make, make up the numbers and see, okay. What did I put into art? What 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 did I get out of it? You know, is that worth it? You know, which is a relevant question. And if it's not worth it, okay, what do I need to change to be able to make it worth it, right? And it's it, it you know it's it's a tweaking on a personal level where you kind of change your perspective on the world and and try to improve uh, uh, how, how I say that free space in in which you can operate. 
it's all fine and good but I think this way of describing uh, the reality of working in art uh, is only interesting for artists and not even that interesting for artists because artists already know this mm-hmm. so you know like uh, if you're gonna make an argument that uh, is trying to explain uh, why this free space is uh, justified why this uh, this this argument needs to be made for people outside of the arts right because it is the people outside of the arts who will be uh, the strongest uh, adversaries to the funding the public funding the taxpayer monies to be used for funding the arts and and the only way to fund this uh, this free space is with public funding because that's not the only way no okay there's there's other ways but in in this economy right the, in this economy the in the way that that the the arts funding works with Norway today it's uh, it's it's the majority of the funding is public funding you're not going to be able to go to some uh, other have you tried uh, to get money from private funders what do you mean have you tried that no I mean this is and well you, yes I have but um, in a different way not necessarily with money hmm. uh, but um, you know they uh, as, as far as is when I ask for sometimes I ask for materials sometimes I ask for uh, space sometimes I ask for access hmm. and um, uh, you know they'll say yeah as long as it doesn't make us look bad right hmm. this is the private money hmm. uh, thing but um you know uh if i would ask for money in those situations it would be the same thing but you know i i when it comes to money it's a bit touchier but actually what culturo that should be saying right now i'm going to go back to culturo that yes now, please and and kuro and mm. fucking enbeko and uslo uh, commune and you know take any country and any city if you have any public funding for the arts Uh, which comes from taxpayer money what those people should say what Kulturo that should say is like uh, yeah 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 you can get this funding as long as you don't make us look bad mm. as long as you don't make Kulturo that look bad mm. because well, in essence be honest, yeah. well the, in essence that's really what it's about because you know you look what happened when I started criticizing Kulturo that now what happened first of all they started fucking defending themselves tooth and nail and threatening mm. the artists that they would be the ones who are suffering from this critique and the artists who are benefiting from this system jumped on that fucking bandwagon and started mm. <laughs> defending culture or that so really what they should be saying and really what the cultural uh, uh, ministry should be saying is like yeah yeah you can do this institution you can do this mm. uh, you can do these projects as long as it doesn't make us look bad so in in you know i meet a lot of people from other countries because i don't have a career in norway because nobody fucking invites me to do anything here since congolans being i don't get shit here right i don't even mm. get money right mm. so the only shows i get are in other countries mm. and most people that i meet in other countries they're looking at norway from the outside and they're saying like man you guys got it made well you're lucky you don't have to uh, you'd have to take into consideration the 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 vulnerable feelings of the financier you can say whatever the fuck you want you know mm. and uh you know you you have a completely wide open field to be critical about anything without any fear of repercussions right mm. and um 
this is this is interesting because I don't. Uh, this is not my experience of, of mm. how public funding works. In fact, it's uh, it's the very it's the oh, yeah. well. It's the same, right? You mm. know, people are very afraid to to uh, criticize uh, the big money. You know, they'll go they'll mm. go at like. Uh, They'll go at Oslo Commune or something like this. Oslo Commune is a small player in the public yeah. arts money or yeah. in the in the mo- public money for the arts, right? And you'll see a lot of artists attacking Oslo Commune, but you don't see a lot of attacking on on the, the big money, right? Kuru yeah. does not receive a lot of critique. Kulturo yeah. uh, does not receive a lot of critique, and you don't see institutions criticizing Kultur Departementet unless they didn't get money, right? Then they'll fucking yeah. talk to them, right? But mostly they're gonna attack. Commune. Yeah. Uh, they're going to go after the small players, right? People yeah. like to hit down, not hit up, because the risk is too. It's, it's too big, much. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah sure. because the you know what what yeah. are the results? You're gonna you're gonna fuck up your own chances, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, because you know if you work in these fields, you often move up in the ladder, right? Exactly. You want to you want to get there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, you know. But it, as I said, it's an, it's. It's a fighting for space. It's, uh, I think, this analogy of kind of uh, uh, occupation or, or um, uh, what was the word you used, uh, uh, colonization. Mm. I think is quite right because it is, is, you know, you decide as a, um, but that you know that's just a tricky thing with reality. I think you know, as a society, you decide. Okay, we think this is important, but nobody really knows how that is important or why that is important right and then kind of uh, you're not uh, and the art feels okay then then it's okay let the artist decide what is important and then that's slowly being eaten away and then okay let's tell the let's say that the institutions tell what's important right let's let them do it for for a while right and then it will shift again to something else let the people you know handing out a checkbook decide right see how that works out and you know let's let's nobody decide just put that money there and just try to forget it you know let's see how that works out um so uh the question is okay like so in the 70s they did a lot of kind of basically all, all through europe there was like this kind of funding kind of rage right especially in the netherlands too right funding of the arts started around there i think something too and, and it worked out really well right in many ways like in the netherlands the state museum for example because of the funding strange funding system in the netherlands it was a hotspot for like this avant-garde art you know this kind of difficult and 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 you know interesting art you know which which was writing art history in many ways right and which was based upon funding systems you know and uh, and uh, um uh, so it was also a construct as much as anything else yeah and uh, uh And they managed to leverage that in a way, yeah. in in kind of an ideal situation. But it wasn't an ideal situation, anyways. Because if you go to the Netherlands now, like there's, you know, there there, you know, for example, ten years ago when I came here, and you know, you described this vibrant art scene. I that's what I encountered, right? And then the Netherlands was like, fuck, you had to beat people with artists with a stick to go to openings, you know, to kind of engage in their own field because you know they were too good for it, and that and that mentality was created somehow by this funding system as well where you kind of you know you didn't have to kind of you could be avant-garde because that was the you know that's where you made it you know if you were really avant-garde where you didn't engage with with your field where you didn't kind of you know uh, 
do that part and and, and they ended up losing a lot and of their cultural funding they lose ended up losing everything yeah. which is the irony right a lot of it anyways so uh well i mean this is the thing and i think the example of the artists run spaces is a good example again and uh yes the money killed that scene but it wasn't the money that killed the scene it was the ma- the demands that were put on the money mm-hmm. that killed the scene mm-hmm. you know and it was uh, it was the institutionalization of that uh, mm-hmm. and and what killed the the in the arts interests organization it wasn't necessarily the money but it was the demands on the money that killed it right but because mm-hmm. what have they you know what 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 offensive uh, what offense can they present today yeah. that is in in contrast to to uh, to the, the the way that things are going, are they taking any? Are they making decisions where they risk losing funding? Right. Mm. Apart mm. from maybe the the action that happened in 2014, when when they were about to take away even more from yeah. Arbit's depend when yeah. there was this uh, this uh, demonstration, guess, uh, uh, second wave of Kunstner uh, action. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was the first time I I, I demonstrated uh, as an artist. Yeah, really, just the result Very of cute. like uh, you know fighting for something that was just uh, you know that needed to be done if they're yeah. going to take away. But but honestly, like that fight needs to be more aggressive and and mm-hmm. happening more often because we have less <clears throat> rights than we had, mm-hmm. and uh, so this year we have less rights than we had. You know, last year. Yeah, it's a changing process in the wrong direction for us, right? Mm-hmm. And now elections are coming up, and and the politicians, what are they promising artists? They're promising to uh, give the institutions more power, mm. and uh, you know history tells us that that isn't very good for artists. Mm. And um, but the, the interesting thing is because uh, both of us are not Norwegian, both of us can't vote in this country, right? And uh, but we're highly dependent on this system as well because we operate in it, and uh, and we are the people or well mainly you are the, one of the people kind of touching on to these things right and uh, 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 which you know again it comes from outside this kind of internal critique right and uh, uh, also my way of doing things is, is a silent critique of things right I say I, ca- I try to make myself as independent as possible I feel miserably don't, don't worry about it but it you know that's at least my intent to kind of you know which is an, a critique as well which means hey you know the system is nice and all that but you know it's not the way i would like it yeah but i mean coming from <clears throat> the outside uh, the the my my past is has uh, at least given me enough experience having grown up half my life in sweden half my life in canada mm. and now kind of a portion in norway mm. Uh, these all these three countries are similar in many ways, yeah. and uh, and 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 in what way in in the way that Canada is kind of different is that they have fucking you know a lot more generations experience of yeah. of uh, mixing of cultures and <clears throat> yeah. different uh, different people from different parts of the world uh, mixing together, and you have this uh, outsider thing, but but what you can see. And which is stronger in Scandinavia than in Canada, but it's still pre- prevalent there. Yeah. Is that um, these cultures that uh, consider themselves uh, moral, morally superior? Uh, they had they don't have a problem with flying around the world, telling other 
people oh. how they should be doing things, you know. Yeah. But if you come here and you start fucking Telling saying them how saying what, yeah. how things should be done here, that reaction is is uh, it's mm. immediate. Mm. It's uh, it's ruthless. Mm. And uh, they'll try to silence you to death. You know, they'll try to ignore you to death. Right? Yeah. This yeah. is uh, the Scandinavian way, and uh, it just doesn't taste good in the mouth when people come from the outside, because that means you're ungrateful, right? But yeah. somehow this doesn't translate to flying around the world telling other people how they should be fucking running their shit, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, this is a this is a. A confusion that I that I think makes it almost worthwhile to come from the outside here yeah, and mm. uh, and just say some shit about this place because the way that this culture is flying around the world telling fucking people how they should be fucking doing shit is you know if nothing else justifies people coming here and saying that this is bullshit mm. this is bullshit you know mm. you don't get to call yourself the fucking peace nation mm. you're the country in europe that's been involved in most wars mm. since the second world war you're one of the biggest weapons exporters mm. you're you call yourself the fucking most environmentally friendly country because you because fucking, can afford it well because you export all your fucking oil and you mm. fucking put your dirt somewhere else and you import all the electric cars and you can fucking claim to be environmentally mm. friendly while at the same time fucking uh, you know doing these exploits in the Arctic that might just fuck up the fucking world you know and the only reason you can do that is because global warming made that shit fucking accessible you know mm. and you know uh, this kind of hypocrisy uh, this these, this hypocrisy this thing that you know we love to fly around the world and tell other regimes and other cultures like okay you're corrupt uh, you're fucking uh, you know, mm. you're, you're sexist, fucking crazy, fucking, you know, yeah, whatever. You're just yeah. doing shit wrong on a humanitarian level. And, um, but for some reason, the shit that we're doing here is defensible in a, you know, you know, you know, even when you bring up the critique, people say, yes, that's true, but it just doesn't go in, mm -hmm. you know? You know, you know everybody well, no, knows it. No, you know, nobody wanted, wants to give up the comfortable life. You know, and that's really where it, that's what it comes down to, obviously, mm -hmm. right? And the you know the the advantage of of being where we are. I mean, I do live a comfortable life. I really have nothing to complain. I have, uh, you know, I, I'm not rich in any means, but you know, compared to anything else in the world, yes, we live a good life. But nonetheless, you know that. That doesn't that doesn't mean that you shouldn't kind of I don't know figure out how to make it better you know how to kind of improve it how to how to and, and you, you like I always admire people like you who 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 have this kind of uh, activist or this yeah there's a certain na naivety na naivety in it you know and a certain I really I always wished I was like that but I I I, I just can't I just had to realize okay I'm like my my rebellion is one okay let's let's try a different way you know let's 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 create my own platforms and see how that works out and you know if it doesn't work out it's fine too but at least i tried right but i i have a big admiration for like this the big voice saying saying silly things and challenging the the powers that are you know there's different roles right mm, yeah. and also yeah i mean <clears throat> it's um 
I don't really see it as, uh, in a way, as being an outsider anyways, right? I no. just see it as like, in the way that I'm naive, is that I took that, uh, the, the role as an artist, uh, literally. Mm. Uh, seeing that nobody was actually taking advantage of that. And it's not even that calculated, right? I just assumed that that was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that that was allowed you know yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sort of uh, yeah. uh realizing the the consequences of that now but you know <clears throat> this is uh yeah, it's these unwritten rules and and yeah, yeah. And, and the like i say the 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 unwritten side of culture or the the hidden side of culture which you know which as again i think You know, that's wh that's where our struggle starts to kind of realize okay where where is our own hypocrisy where is our own kind of dualism kind of working next hand in hand and where kind of where do we allow things to happen you know? because I mean one of the reasons why these cultural uh, uh, takeovers could play take place is because we allowed them to you know mm -hmm. we gave our power away And why do we do that? You know, that's an interesting question. Well, I think because one of the reasons is because talking about it, recognizing it, and uh, acknowledging it isn't enough. It doesn't do what it needs to do. And, um, and this is, again, where art has a, a responsibility because of the privileged position that art has been given, being outside of, uh, you know, somehow historically managed to position itself in a in a in an experimental space which uh, is allowed to be uh, you know uh, this uh, this potential catalyst for ideas that aren't uh, that are allowed to grow in in ways that you can't do in other way in other places in other spaces and uh, that's a responsibility right so mm. um, uh, part of the frustration is that you don't see that enough that it's being utilized enough mm. And, and, you know, if, uh, you know, if talking about it and if bringing it up and it, it, if acknowledging it and just understanding that, yeah, there's a hypocrisy here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we are just you enjoying it. You have to our, do, you uh, have to do something. You got to do something. Yeah. You got to do something that fucks people up and it's going to fuck you up too, right? This is at personal cost. It's at cost of, of, of comfort, but that comfort is part of the problem, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know. There has to be uh, there has to be some dangerous art that comes up out of this, yeah. and there's not enough of it. Yeah, yeah, but not only dangerous art because I, I think dangerous art. I don't I don't necessarily think it's about the dangerous art because because art I don't think art is. I think that's tricky, you know, because then you you um, limit the artistic expression if you just kind of if you value dangerous art above other art it's not above anything and it's just saying that there has to be room for that too yes absolutely but yeah but it has to be uh, uh, or no it doesn't have to be but it yeah no if you phrase it like that that's that's something I get. it's not a replacing of anything it's just when you when you see that this is how art is described in society and you see no examples of that mm. and then when you talk about uh, well, that art needs to also do that and people s defend it with that well that's not the only thing art is well no that's not not saying that that's the only thing art is or should be art can be a lot of things but the in that experimentation it's going to be a lot of shit and there's going to be a lot of shitty attempts and there's going to be a lot of failed attempts and it's going mm. to be 
90% crap, 95 probably, but you know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Well, it's fine because it's that fine. 5% is, uh, is worth it, you know. Mm. Yeah. No, it's like you take a fucking movie, uh, uh, movie business or whatever. If there weren't, uh, if there wasn't some segment of the film industry that was experimental, that was financed with public money, mm. then the because film does have an audience, mm. if the only film that was financed was film that beforehand could be uh, calculated on based on audience, then you wouldn't get anything new happening. And everybody can understand this very clearly, that you know you can't just keep asking the audience for what they want. Yeah, you can do that if you want to make money, but you can't do that forever because there won't be any new changes because the appetite in society is not just to be appeased. No, no, no. no there's also this need for something new that you haven't experienced and haven't seen. And that mm. doesn't happen in the calculation of what the audience already wants, right? Mm. The audience might even say that they want something new, but how the fuck is that going to come up? If you don't have well, experimentation is, with crap that comes out of it, yeah, maybe the audience doesn't really know what they want, and they, you know, they know it when they see it. But and in order to see it, they have to be. It has to be available. Well, I think intuitively people do know that they want to see something new. If there's nothing new coming up, there's going to be this this thirst. Mm. There's going to be a tiredness. But, but uh, again, I think we we got to this point a couple of times now. It's like. Uh, so, so my real question is kind of how, how much is this kind of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, development of like natural events, and how much can you control this? You know what I mean? Because so, so one scenario could be is, let's take the film scenario is that okay? What you see now, like there's less and less funding for like experimental things, so that that well is drying up mm -hmm. you get more and more of the formulated kind of movies and stuff like that but that's now drying up too you know because they they make less and less money too so mm -hmm. they you know they make maybe money on one two movies but all the rest just fails yeah, right? that's right um, and and that kind of so the industry is actually collapsing there yeah and the same is happening to the gallery industry for example that's that's collapsing and changing quite a bit too you know because the old the old way to do a gallery doesn't work anymore Mm. you know the the brick and mortar structure is too expensive so there's you know there's hybrids you know like hybrids develop and like it's changing you know and nobody really knows which direction is going now but uh, even the role of the curator is kind of under pressure now you know, it's not so it's not so hip anymore to be a curator you know it's it's, it's waning you know it's 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 becoming less important better fucking be waning yeah, sure. They they ruled for ten, fifteen years or whatever it is now. Now you know. So so how much of it is is natural evolution and how much of it is can you control? Uh, and so so and that because that will give you two different strategies to work with. That you know, if you can control, it, you put your efforts into kind of changing the way you want it, but with the danger that you don't know what you want or that what you want is actually the wrong thing, right? What's the question about? The question so, is about disappearing so, audiences, so the, right? Yeah. So the other, uh, uh, may, maybe, but I, I see it more as a question of kind of how to see, uh, how to approach these the situation. You know, how do you approach that reality? So either you, you believe that you can change it, or you say, okay, the reality is how it is, and let's react as effectively to it as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, so, and I, I think that would describe our both our positions, you know, because you you believe you can change the system because you you know you attack the system full on, you know, with with posters and and uh, and strategies and and philosophies and and uh, ideas, right? Uh, while I'll say, okay, I, I see the reality as it is, and I just try to kind of leverage as much out of that as possible for you know for me. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think that if uh, if uh, we're in a situation now where uh, the interests for um, uh, whatever artistic expressions that are available out there, whether it's galleries or movies, if this is not only uh, explained by digital, uh, you know, uh, expansion. Mm. Uh, if that's not the only explanation, then the other explanation would be that it's been too much focus on the audience and not enough experimentation sure. and not enough freedom. And then sure. how do you go back to um, to creating uh, the kinds of things that people are, um, you know, they know how to say it in words. They know, even politicians know how to say it in words. They need chaos, right? Mm. <clears throat> they need chaos in order to to uh, generate new ideas uh, they just don't know how to support it because sometimes that chaos uh, unseats them mm. and uh, this is uh, this is what uh, this is the constant change that needs to be embedded within the system that the change agent needs to be supported at risk of replacing the ones who are supporting the change right mm -hmm. and if that doesn't happen maybe you will still see your uh, in the arts anyways you will see your audience disappear you the only audience you'll have are other people who are wishing to well, be a part of that or are part of that well that I mean an argu argument could also be made is that okay you know you don't have a lifetime audience you maybe have a 10 years audience you know where mm. you kind of somehow what you do hits the spot you know for this kind of period of time and that's your that's your part you know that's your time you have that's your relevance, you know. And after that, kind of it wanes. It gets into, you know, you you become less relevant. You mm. you lose your power. And and I mean that that could, you know, an argument could be made for that too, you know. Because as an artist, you, you know, your career is like forty, fifty years or sixty if you're lucky. Yeah, you know? how can you be rele relevant for sixty years? No, it's not. It's not. It's not what's going to define it. I mean, that's you're talking about that much time. You're talking about, you know. Uh, yeah, but that's that's how much time there is. <clears throat> yeah, but that's a that's very, how much time there is. That's not know? even a percentage. That's a, you know. So so my point is okay. Is it worth putting so much energy in uh, fighting the system, changing the system? Uh, and I, I do believe it's very important. And I do, personally, I do, yeah, but I want, also want to question that. Uh, kind of, how much energy do you want to put in there, and and uh, is it worth the result? I don't want to put any energy in it. I want to do my fucking art. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, if I thought that the system worked, uh, I would. Uh, you know, if I, if but you, I, you make yourself dependent of the system. Well, you know what though. When I uh, hear that the when I hear the arguments of why this money is being allocated, when 
when I hear the arguments of uh, the reason for this money being distributed, when I hear the, the, the arguments for who should be getting this money and for what reason, and uh, I look at what is actually getting money, and I see mm-hmm. that there's uh, there's a disconnect there mm-hmm. <clears throat> when it's uh, u- being used as an alibi mm-hmm. uh, to to uh, gain power, an alibi to to sustain status. When mm-hmm. when those arguments can be used in word without cha- without being challenged, when mm-hmm. when people use those words and uh, aren't being challenged because they're not actually following through on the things that they say when they're uh, being allowed to keep repeating these things Mm -hmm. uh, as a justification for 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 being allowed to uh, being the filter for this money or when the money Mm -hmm. is funneled through them uh, if they use those kinds of arguments and they don't follow through on the arguments and uh, and I know that the things that they're talking about are important, and I do agree with the kinds of things that they're talking about. But they're mm-hmm. fucking using that to 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 uh, inflate their own interests. Yes. Then I get pissed off, and I say like, no, 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 no. I believe in what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's other people trying to do this. And you. Yeah. But what the fuck are you doing with the money? Mm-hmm. You're not doing any of that. Mm. You're just fucking, you know. You you just you just colonize the fucking argument. Yeah. No, I think. That, that, yeah. Now you phrase it. I think in a in a very good way. As I said, and I I, th- you know I. Uh, I support it, and I think, as I said, it's very important that you take that position and you use that energy. But I I do have to question that, and I think that's a personal question as well. It's supposed to be questioned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I. Uh, I I made different conclusions. You know, I won't, I don't want to use that energy on that because I I waste too much energy on other areas already. You know, so I'm all involved in the political, our cultural debate. You know, by working at at the academy, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and my role within there is also kind of you know, that's my, one of my expressions uh, for for this argument and kind of uh, how do you kind of meet students? How you kind of meet the system? You know, and how you negotiate with the system and stuff like that. Because I'm in a constant negotiation with the system. You know, because I I work there as a visual artist, uh, so I have my own interests, and I I work there as a kind of you know provider of a service for for students and and the system there. Well, action yeah. action comes out of necessity. If you have a situation where you're able to maintain, if you're able to sustain uh, something that 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 you can live with, right? Uh, you're not necessarily going to start stomping. But the truth of the matter is, uh, there's a lot of people who are being fucked over because they don't fit the criteria. They do fit the criteria, but they don't They don't fit the bill in the yeah. right way that is being... Like, they're not seen. It's hard to recognize it, right? So No, but in my personal conversation with students there, right, I, I, ask, I ask critical questions, which kind of, you know, kind of hopefully maybe prepare them a bit better for the for the reality as I see it you know not this kind of illusion the, the academy creates right and the academy does a lot of good things as well but it kind of it creates it's a system as well and and so so being part of the system and and I try to challenge that system in certain ways not very hard and not very things but but uh, because because I am the system you know what I mean that realization that you are the system mm-hmm yeah, because as soon as you get your paycheck from that, you are the system, right? 
Speaking of which, the fucking Art Academy is the next one to go down in this fucking That'd be great. fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Academy needs needs that. It really needs it. Damn right. Yeah. They need they need, they needs it. <laughs> yeah. Some of y'all is going to lose your jobs. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, you know, like I work there, but, uh, uh, you know, I work there to support my art. I don't work there for anything else. You know, I don't, and of course I put my, my heart and soul in there, but it, you know, uh, uh, but, but to, to a limit. You know yeah, what I, mean? I do the same. I work as a janitor, you know, mm. to keep my head above water. Mm. And, you know, as close as I can get to the arts, uh, this is the same neoliberal argument. They'll mm. fucking, they'll help me in thinking that this is uh, a good thing. No, it's not. No, it's fucking it's ridiculous. It just mm. keeps the keeps the money flowing in their direction and keeps uh, keeps their argument winning. Mm. And um, you know, I'm gonna somehow uh, lose this argument. No, 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 no. Because no, I wanna I wanna argue against that. Because you you know, by you you putting yourself in the public domain with this argument with these posts with these things you know again on the short run they'll try to ignore it and stuff like but in the long run this will have you know as i said the long game is, is in the end much more important you know kind of uh, you used your voice the way you you believed in it right and and uh, you made valid arguments and some of that will s seep through you know well i mean i guess uh, this uh, the 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 agenda the the neoliberal agenda where they you know I heard this a lot because I sat in these committees and these juries for many years mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, and and also got to hear from from Kulturo that when I told them that I've never gotten any money from Kulturo that mm -hmm. you know I would hear from people there that are sitting high up there and saying well what do you mean you you were paid by us for many years to read applications, right? So, you know, they need me to believe that the work that I do for the institution is, is a part of my artistic practice, yes. right? So I have to, to sort of justify my activity for them, for the institution, yes. as a part of a creative uh, activity uh, in order for them to be able to sustain this system, right? Yeah. As long as I'm not demanding money, uh, because they want that money to distribute as they see fit, yeah. then I need to be grateful. So if I'm going to you know, use that in any way, uh, I'm going to use the experience of sitting in that position mm. and I'm going to fucking use it against them mm. because you know that argument don't fly. No. That's a shit argument. That's, a, that's an old argument. It's been used in public service. It's been used on fucking labor uh, laborers in in many different fields, yeah. and it's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's not going to justify them taking public money and away from the people who the public money was meant to support. To yeah. Mm. yeah. <coughs> no, I think it's a it's a really good thing you do. I really do. Well, fucking vote for me, man. I'll vote for it's you. When is this program going to air? I'll put it on tomorrow. Put it on tomorrow. That means tomorrow, for those people who actually listen, listen tomorrow. for this long, <laughs> uh, that means today is tomorrow. That means tomorrow is a fucking deadline. Make your nomination. 
But where do you make it? That's very important. How do well, you make just it? Just go to kulturrådet.no uh, slash Prisen, or you can go to intelligenspartiet.no. There will Is be a link, a link on okay. the first page where you can come directly to the voting uh, position there. Good. I'll put those Support. links into the, the yeah, show yeah. notes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Lars. All right. Thanks. I hope... Uh, I hope... Uh, I did you justice and uh, and thank you for listening whoever made it this far thank you for listening whoever made it this far <laughs> alright 